And we're back. I'm James. This is the Grizz Fan Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Brent. I'm Kyle. And I'm Samuel. That's Sammy. <laughs> we got him. We'll talk to him in a second. We're sorry Kyle's here. Uh, James. Apologies. What? How you doing this week? Good. You started school. Yeah. We had the first Grizz game of the year. Yeah. Which was more exciting? Grizz. Man. One day, I'm going to tell you not to be weird right before this show, and you're actually going to do it. You'll be completely normal. Never. How cool is it that we have Sammy at camp? (laughs) (laughs) James, uh, last week we talked about your fantasy football draft. How'd it go? Good. We're all watching one here as we're we're potting. Who was your first pick? I think it was Cooper Cup. Okay. Great pick. Yeah. Solid pick. I definitely did not get Cooper Cup in any of my leagues. Man, <laughs> I got him. Would have gladly. <laughs> I got him in this one. He's my keeper. My girlfriend got him in the league. Yeah. I was jealous. Cooper <laughs> Cup is one of those guys that now that he doesn't play at Eastern Washington, I want him to do awesome. Yeah. I do not miss him at Eastern Washington. <laughs> definitely not. Not even a little bit. Um, how'd school go this week? Good. When does uh, when does your first game in football? This Sunday. Awesome. Who in your mind was the player of the game? Probably Mitch Roberts. You think Mitch Roberts, huh? Who on this pod said Mitch Roberts is going to lead the Grizz in receiving? Awesome. <laughs> who who said that the Grizz were going to shut this team out? <laughs> you? Yeah. Get receipts. Brent uh, didn't yeah, say either yeah. one of those things, did he? No. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's good to know. Look at this. I was, I was gonna, using James as a pawn <laughs> <in> this, <laughs> in this game between Mike and Brent. <laughs> I got a lot of texts in the mid-fourth quarter. Like, oh, you thought these guys were going to score 17 points? <laughs> I thought so. they were going to score 10. You did? Yeah. Oh, well, I Damn. thought they were going to score 17, and that's how that went. I was close with the Grizzlies. Yeah? That's not bad. So, you, so, James, were you happy then when, you know, in the fourth quarter they just went four, you know, they just turned over the ball on downs inside the – 10-yard line? Like you were cheering no points? You wanted to keep close to your prediction? Yeah. Yeah. Were you sort of rooting for them to score 10 points, though? Like you <laughs> wanted to get that right? At the start of the fourth, I was, but then midway through, there's no way this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next play, they turned it over. That's right, they did. Predicted that, too. <laughs> You're on fire, James. So I get the impression from, from talking to Sammy before we started that he might be helping coach a rival team in your flex football league. Oh, no. What do you think about that? <laughs> staring him down. <laughs> Just staring him down. You can't pick that up on the plot. Staring him down. I like it. Anything else you want to talk about? Not really. J- right. Do we want to get James's picks? Yep. Let's get James's picks on the big sky. You got him up, or do you need me to get him? I need you to pull him up. Oh, I think God. I got him. You want to go through the upcoming big sky games for James's pick? You got Moorhead State at Montana State. Montana State. Do you want to save the Grizz for? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Portland State at Washington. Washington. Northern mm-hmm. Colorado at Wyoming. Wyoming. <laughs> San Diego at Cal Poly. San Diego. Ooh. Whoa. No respect for Cal Poly. <laughs> That's actually a possible upset. That is. I mean, I'll it probably is. pick Cal Poly, but yeah. San Diego's maybe not as good as they were a couple years ago. I shouldn't ago. question James. I mean, he almost got. No, he was no. almost three for three last week. So. Kids on fire. Uh, Northern Arizona at Sam Houston. Sam Houston. UC Davis at South Dakota State. Dang it. Oh, I don't think that's necessarily hard. Oh, yeah. Think about it. <laughs> South Dakota State. There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weber State at Utah State. Utah State. Okay. Idaho at Indiana. Indiana. 
Idaho State at San Diego State. San Diego State. Eastern Washington at Oregon. Oregon. And South Dakota at Montana. Montana. All right. All right. Got you down. Hey, thanks for joining us, bud. You can stick around, but, you know, we're going to move on in the pot. All right. (laughs) Um, So we have uh, another former player with us. And, you know, our former player guests only get more exciting every time we have one on. Um, Sammy Akem, great to see you, man. Thanks for wanting to be on the pot. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm, I'm blessed to be on here. Thank you, guys. Why don't you uh, tell our listeners, just because I know they're going to want to know, kind of what you're up to and what you're working towards. So, um... Uh, I just got, I just moved back to Missoula like a week ago and, um, I was home for like four months after the draft and everything, you know, just spending some time with my family and just trying to figure out what's going on really. And, uh, I did the, uh, I did the XFL showcase in July, late July in Dallas. And then, um, a couple weeks later I got invited to the XFL draft pool. Nice. So, um, and then I decided I was going to move back to Montana and uh, now I'm here working, training, and just getting ready for that draft, which is in November. Awesome. And I assume that when you're here working out, you still get to use all the the um, athletic department facilities and train yeah. and, and, and take advantage of all that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nice. You don't have to go to, like, Planet Fitness. To yeah. work out. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, it's so funny that you say that. Because I am working out Planet It's only 10 bucks a month. Out no. I am. I, so I actually – so today, I actually today was my first day. I, I worked out with. Do you guys know Stephen Failer? Yep, yeah, of course. I worked out with yep. him today for the first time. That was awesome. He's he's awesome. Former Grizz, you know all yep. that. So yep. he's he's really awesome. I, hopefully, I can develop a good relationship with him. Um, but I have been at Planet, so it's funny that you say that. <laughs> but also, too, um, Coach Ryan told me like if I wanted to come up to the facility, I can't. I haven't yet to work out at least. But he said if I can. So Great. I've, I've seen. I've seen other former Grizz at Planet Fitness, so I don't know if it's like. So you're a Planet Fitness guy, is what you're saying? Dante goes every now and then. Yeah, I've seen Dante there. Yeah, yeah every. He gets, but he gets it in early. If you want to yeah. catch Dante, you got to go like. That's five, what I used to see. O'clock. He's in there early. Yeah, that's what I used to see. It was like six a.m. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was uh, intimidating. <laughs> so you said the the XFL draft is in November. Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay. What um, what does that process even look like? Honestly, I don't really know. You know, so I did the showcase. Uh, hoping to get an invite to the yep. draft pool, yep. and I did. Thank God. And nice. um, they you know, I don't really know. I don't really know what it's gonna look like. You know, I'm gonna have to. You know, I know they want like medical forms and stuff like that. You know, all the basic information yep. for when you're going to a league like that. But um, I feel like it's kind of new, and you know, I'm I don't really know too much what to expect. But I'm just staying ready and preparing myself the best way possible to be ready when because that's all I want is an opportunity absolutely um speaking of medical um how was the the kind of healing process from the broken collarbone in the playoff game it really wasn't even bad you know like it hurt I'm, I'm not gonna lie collarbone hurts but I remember Cook you guys know uh Dylan Cook he came up to me and was like man like the rehab is easy you know because he if you guys know anything about his story yep. when his senior year at Butte he broke his collarbone first game of the season mm-hmm. and uh it's amazing where he's at now which is crazy practice squad the bucks I'm that's like, awesome but um I broke it and I was obviously bummed missed basically the whole game and I was just bummed about that but the rehab process was was easy you know I was uh working out at Fuel Fitness doing my rehab with Chad K and that was um it really wasn't that bad you know I was I had surgery I think like a week after the game and then I was healthy and cleared like by the end of January that's awesome yeah yeah and then 
like healthy and cleared, like full range of motion, yeah. everything yeah, good. Yeah, full all range of motion, yeah. everything. Obviously, like when I went to do my training, I tra- I trained in Ohio. Yeah. Um, obviously, I had to take it slow with the bench and everything, but sure. I was doing push-ups like crazy trying to <laughs> prepare for that 225 <laughs> bench, and that's just really what I leaned on a lot when I was finally when I got cleared. It's just like push-ups, 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 yeah. push-ups, you know, so I could just strength up. And I, I hit 14 on the bench, so I feel like in the time and given what I was dealing with, I feel like I did pretty well. Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How many how many uh how many did Samori do on the bench? Ten, I don't wanna eleven, thirteen. No, I, I should th- know this as a pack. I think you did like eight or nine. Oh. Are you trying to throw down some competition here? You lay down here. Um so you know we'll we'll kinda kinda interweave asking you questions with kind of our, our normal pod flow, but I mean I did want to touch a little bit you know, senior year ends with a, with that kind of bummer injury in the playoffs, and then yeah. Cam gets injured too, and that yeah. game just doesn't go the way anybody wants it to go. Um, and you know, I know you 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 came back and, and worked hard um, for the senior season, but maybe senior season didn't go quite as as you maybe imagined it going. Um, you know, you got a positive attitude now, and you're looking to kind of get that shot in the XFL. I'm curious if you know, we were talking before you you we jumped on live that that the environment and the world of college football really changed in the, yeah. the six years i guess you were it was six years right with covid yeah you yeah, were at six um COVID, yep. and um you know you know we see you know your buddy Torre transferring you stay um i personally think we're gonna see more fifth year seniors maybe transfer oh yeah and i'm just kind of curious maybe your overall thoughts on on how that might might impact the game and, and players having the ability to do stuff like that i mean We've already seen how it's impacted the game. I mean, I feel like it gives – I don't want to say it gives players all the power, but it gives players and student-athletes a little more power. And I think – I don't know. I, I think it's good for players that, like, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work mm-hmm. at a school, you know. So I think in that sense the transfer portal is great. But in, in some ways it can be dangerous, and I think um, we are seeing that, especially with the way NIL works now too. I think it just – it can it can be a slippery slope, but um, – yeah, college football has changed vastly. Like, I remember, like, even the thought of transferring when I first got to college, it was like you were going to have to sit out a year at least before you got on the field. So that's just changed now, too. You can transfer in conference now. So that plays a, a role, too. Like, it's right. just it, – it's it's crazy, you know? Because previously a coach could – you could be restricted to transfer in conference, right? You usually I need – believe so. Like, I believe so. Kind of the okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. it was like – or I think – I know there was rules against in-conference transferring. I know for sure. I, I don't remember the exact rules, but I know it was something. I feel like, like I think the SEC didn't allow it. Like I know uh, they were one of the conferences that like just not. And I feel like there, there's like because I mean the most recent one I kind of remember. I know we've had a few, but it's largely been you know like we got the Idaho State kid, but he like JUCO and now he's here Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. But like Robbie Houck came straight from NAU to here, but then it was like sort of like. They had to get a special a special waiver approval waiver yeah. and all this uh, stuff. Dear NTA, my dad's the coach. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, "All right, yeah, that that actually works. Close to family." Uh, so not saying there was any favoritism it's, there. That is not what that. I, meant I, I was that. like, "Where are you not, going?" There's no nepotism in that. You're just Nothing. trying to be friendly with Nothing. everybody. Here. Follow your dad. Come in and you throw bombs. Follow your dad to work day for um, the next five years. Yeah, the the um, obviously you recruited by. Um, Coached it, his staff. Yeah. Um, what were those connections like? How did you how did you end up in yeah. Montana? I can't because yeah, you're and, not exactly in what I would consider Montana's traditional recruiting footprint. And uh, who was right? the, I mean, who was no, the last guy from Oklahoma before you that played high school in Oklahoma? I know we had a QB with 
Stitt. Oh my gosh. Uh, Caleb Hill, I think He's his name Texas. was. He's from Texas. But yeah. he, didn't he start? Not Oklahoma, but he played at JUCO there, I think, right? He might have went to NEO. Yeah, he I He might have went to a JUCO in NEO. Or, I mean, in Oklahoma. I'm not sure. Yeah. But in terms of, and honestly, too, in yeah. terms of, like, the last Grizz from Oklahoma, shoot. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I don't even know. I think I researched that when you committed. Because uh-huh. I would talk to you when you committed. Because yeah. I used to be a reporter from Missoulian, uh-huh. like way back in the day. Did you call me? Was I you did. The one who called me while I was at the airport? I might have been. Probably. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But okay. Kyle was the best Missoulian reporter for recruiting that they have ever had. And then I remember talking to somebody while I was sitting in the airport after I committed and stuff. Yeah. Because I remember you were probably like the first guy from Oklahoma, and I was like, oh, because you know they had like some ties to the state a little bit. Yeah. I don't think there was one. Yeah. Like not one that I could find anyway. So Man. it's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Man, that's crazy. But in terms of okay. what got me to Montana, um, so my co my my coach, my offensive coordinator, Coach Brady Walls in high school, um, he knew Coach Seymour, who helped recruit my brother to Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, and uh, I guess Coach Walls had been sending out my film. You know, a lot of people like my junior year, which is when I got the film that I got my offer off of. I had like. 16 catches for like 140 yards so like i had nothing i was like man but i could block i was a really good blocker so they recruited me as an h you know what horner um Mm -hmm. uh, bingham all them played i got recruited to play that and um throughout the course of my freshman year playing scout team you know outside as a scout player you play all the positions so um i remember coach ferreter sat me down and was like you know we're gonna move you outside and ever since then so me kind of sitting here hearing this i'm like an age, what the hell? I understand that it's easy with the retrospect of you know six years, but uh, when they told you that, were you excited and like, yeah, that's where I should be, or were you like, on out to move outside? Yeah, to move outside, or were you like, oh man, I don't know, like this is where. I mean, honestly, like in my head, I was just like, if this gives me opportunity to get on the field, I just want to play. Oh, yeah, like, I sure. just want to, you know, like I've always put in the work, but like I never really have cared where that, what that looks like. You know, like I just want to play. I just want to be feel like I'm contributing to you know the success of the team I just want to be a part of it all and I, I just want to you know yeah so I was just like awesome you know, like, <laughs> all right <laughs> you know because I like honestly coming here I never thought I'd be an H size tight end but I was grateful you know because it was my only offer so I was grateful for yeah. the opportunity yeah. like at the bare minimum like I was just grateful so then when they said you're moving outside all right Okay. You're like, I don't have to gain 30 pounds. Right? Yeah, and that was the thing. I think also, I I don't know for sure. They never told me this, but I think that's kind of what weighed in the decision too is like I really couldn't put on weight like that, you know. I, I wasn't able to put on weight during that time. I don't know. Yeah, so went outside and it was great. For me. Um, last question and then we'll kind of jump into the pod and, and the regular format. Um, obviously, middle of your time here, team transitions from Coach Stitt to Coach Houck. Two very different guys. Yeah. You know, we've asked this question of everybody who's come on who's played for both and not looking for any, you know, negatives on anything, but what was that transition like? It was it was definitely different. Um, like you said, Coach Houck and Coach Stitt are two very different coaches. Um, not that Coach Houck is not a player's coach, but Coach Houck is much more hard-nosed, I feel like, than Coach Stitt. You know, Coach Stitt is, you know, he's a really friendly guy. He's a really nice coach, and um, he's a really smart mind, but it's just two different regimes. You know, Coach Houck is like – 10 minutes early. Like, I was telling you, I got here, like, 15 minutes early. And <laughs> Sammy was here well before <laughs> Britton Kyle. Like, yeah. things like that. Like, that just wasn't, like, like you could, like, there was just a different standard when it came to Hauk. And not to down anybody, but it just, like, it, it, the standard was just different under Hauk. And I, I'll never forget because, you know, a lot of our coaches played under Hauk. 
I remember they were talking about our first meeting with Coach Hawk, and they were like, you guys better sit up, like, when he walks in the door, like, he doesn't play around. And I'll never forget, like, he walked in, and everybody kind of, like, sat up. <laughs> he said what he had to say, and he was like, all right, now get those cameras out of there. And it was just like, you could just feel, I mean, you could just immediately feel it. I'm, I'm grateful for him for coming to Montana. The thing about Coach Hawk is, you know, love him or hate him, and I know there's plenty of people across the board, the guy definitely loves the Grizz. Like, yeah. that is, that's oh, yeah. in his blood, and you can tell that it never left. Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. Absolutely. So, last year, more memorable for you, like a win you'll, you'll remember forever more, the Washington game or the Cat game? Man, because you know I because like the Cats once. I was going to say, because, like, you know, and some of, the, some of like, the guys you played with never beat them. Yeah. Like, yeah. The guys who beat them before. Yeah. yeah. I would... I would take that cat Grizz win over anything. If if you're telling me I'm only gonna get one, mm-hmm. and that's and it, that's how it looks too, right. I'll take that any day. Oh my gosh, because I mean, they had some dogs. Yeah. They're they. I mean, Troy is a monster. Yeah, he's athletic. He's fast. He's he's strong. Like he he's just a beast. I mean, they have dogs everywhere. I mean, I'm just talking about Troy Lance. Yep. Hardy. I mean, they're all playing in the league now. Yeah, they, McCutcheon yeah. and all these other – I mean, yeah. they have a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of guys. I mean, Lewis Kidd made mm-hmm. the 53 for the Saints. Like, yep. man, like they just got dogs and they're just a great team. And uh, we just couldn't get over that hump, you know. 2018 felt like we had it. So close. Just so close. <laughs> so 2019, just unfortunate. 2020, we didn't even play. 2021, yeah. you know, I'm just – I'd take that win over. I mean, UW yeah. was great. Don't get me wrong. Because I was there in 2017. Oh, that's right. You were. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen the other side of that. <laughs> yeah. So for, Brent and I were there we as were well. There too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had fun, but yeah. you know, we could drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when, because I'm young, obviously I'm young and wide-eyed. I remember when Sandra got that pick. I'm like, oh yeah, they, we're about to. Yeah, this is it. This, this is happening. <laughs> and then you know what happened. <laughs> but, uh, to be on the other the other end of that, it was awesome. Yeah. But I take the categories with sure, that. Sure. Sure. For sure. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. So I guess. I, I lied. We're going to ask you one more question. So the atmosphere of the Cat Grizz game or the atmosphere of the Eastern Washington playoff game? Oh, we've talked about this a bunch, too. And it's yeah. a great debate. Like, we it, really can't solve it. That we is a good one. Because that Eastern but, playoff game had to feel pretty damn good, oh too. Gosh. And, like, <laughs> it was the lead up to it. Yeah. All the, oh, they don't deserve a seed. Like, we think we should be seeded. Like, we beat them. We did this. We did that. Okay. Make it to us, like prove it, prove it. We'll see you you again. That's all. (laughs) Um, But man, like the only thing I'd say about the difference is like if you watch the videos back from Junior's touchdown against Cat Grizz, like it is just madness. Yeah, yeah, it's madness. Like so, I would honestly give Cat Grizz the edge. But Eastern was crazy. That's kind of where we landed, and I said that you know when the punt was blocked and Ford picked it up and brought it for touchdown, yeah, like. You know when you're Feel watching a place and it's going crazy on TV and you can see the camera shaking? Just shaking. Like, in life, yeah. in the stadium, <laughs> like, my face was shaking. Yeah. Like, it was – I I don't think it's ever been that, like – It couldn't have been. Vibrant. Never. As oh that my moment gosh. where it was like – You know, we were winning and you felt the, at the whole game we were kind of going to do it. But that moment was like, not only are we winning, we're kicking your ass. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is <laughs> – Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Oh and that gosh. was when like the stress as a fan too just was gone. Yeah, because like I was just like okay, nervous, this could turn, nervous this could the whole turn. game. It's, it's only like, a two-score game. We keep kicking field goals. So we need to get the end zone. Why are we kicking? You know, <laughs> I know that you know you you know living here now. You're in your your seventh year living here. I guess which is crazy. Yeah. But uh, you know, you start to realize that um, you know that game does matter. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> you lot. hear about it. No, I I, re- I realized that real fast after my <laughs> true freshman year when I was redshirting. Like and that was the one in Bozeman, right? 
No, we played here. Oh, it was here. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we went there my first time. You red shirted here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's when I kind of knew it was real. I kind of understood, but then I played in it the next year, and that's when I was like, man, like we can't play around. <laughs> yeah, you. Now I'm all in two at that. At this point, I'm all in two, and I'm like, dang, like we got we got switch other around. Is that week like okay? So you had you had like former Grizz players on the staff with Stitt, but like is that week a lot different with like coaches who haven't? really been a part of it as to as opposed to like coaches like Hauk and people nah. who've like sort of like lived it Nah, no. honestly i wouldn't say it's any different uh we try to keep it treated as a regular week i mean obviously you know it's it's the cats right. like mm-hmm. this game matters and every and, but that's the thing is like you don't have if you can't get up for cat grizz <laughs> you get off the field yeah. like because we know so you don't have to emphasize <laughs> we're playing the cats this week because you know and i think as a freshman you know i didn't really understand that you know oh it's Who's the cats? Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Obviously, I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm Oklahoma State, yep. OU, Bedlam. I'm Texas, Red River rivalry. Like, I'm those are my rivalries. And so, Oklahoma State or Oklahoma? I'm a Longhorn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, neither. So, yeah. <laughs> question. Right. Nice. My brother in law is an Oklahoma State alum, so I, yeah. someone's. I just never, right. ever since I saw Vince, unfortunately, beat you guys I, in yeah. 05, I was, oh, I was hooked hell, after that. Was, that. That was such a game. still have that game on DVD, but I never watched the last seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Only half of it. Like, you won three straight right yeah. here. Yeah, right here. It. It's <laughs> over. I cut it's it out of my go. memory. Wait, I got one question, though, just before. So you talked about the XFL. Uh, if you make it in, do you go with your last name or do you go with a nickname on the back? Ooh. You get to put nicknames? They used to do that. Remember that? Remember do the they first still do iteration? That? Like you he might hate me, that one guy? Like the was it like in the 80s, 90s? No, it was the it's like mid-90s. Early 90s. Like late 90s, like 99 or 2000, uh, something yeah. like that. It was like owned by like the WWF. So then. how old would you? Uh, how old so were you in like the year 2000? Three. Yeah. Depends on when, Shit. but yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm born in 97. <laughs> no, but it's crazy. I'm that, not even that old. <laughs> it's crazy that you guys say that because like. I was on the Grizz this year, and obviously, I just I just turned twenty five in August. Mm-hmm. So I was twenty four yeah. last year for my senior year, and like some of the guys coming in are born in like oh three, oh two, and I'm like, what? It comes yeah. at you fast. Yeah, I'm only twelve years older than you, but life comes at you fast. Yes, yes. <laughs> the XFL oh does gosh. not allow nicknames. They, oh, they got rid of that. Oh. Got rid of it, according right. to Google. According they used to answer. That's good because I think you stick with your last name anyway. Yeah, I was gonna I say agree. I was. I'd probably I stick with my last name. I don't even know what nickname. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> so let's talk about the game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I saw you getting interviewed on TV. Yeah, you know, always Sean's always finding the finding the exciting people to talk to on the sidelines. <laughs> um, Forty seven nothing. So, you know, James already pointed out that one of us called a shutout. Um, and one of us said that Ben Roberts would be the or ben? Mitch Roberts. Ben. Oh, you did it already, Mitchell Dang. Roberts. You didn't even give him breathing room. That's terrible. Oh. And I'm not usually We've one that makes that mistake. <laughs> Luke and Brent make this mistake. I don't. Mitchell Roberts was going to be the leading receiver. Um, I don't think anything else really matters. Should we move on? No, there's one other thing that matters. <laughs> let's talk before we get to what you're going to talk about. Um, let's talk about what we liked, and let's start since you're an offensive guy. Uh, one game can't overreact. Lucas Johnson seems like the real deal to yeah, me. I think he looked nice. Yeah. So most importantly, what do you think of his rapping? I haven't heard his rapping. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Have you guys heard it? <laughs> I, I'm not a Spotify guy. I'm on Apple oh, Music. Okay. I just Spotify, downloaded Spotify, so. but he had a nice voice when he sang the the fight song. Yeah, I like it. That's anyway, it um, no, but he seemed he seemed you know game one yeah. as good as advertised me. Yeah, he seemed comfortable back there. He seemed like he knew what he was doing. I mean, 
he's he's what like a fifth or sixth year senior. He's older than you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's actually my class or like maybe okay. below my class, like yeah. a year below me. But yeah, he's he's pretty old. So I mean, I think he looked great. I mean, to see him scrambling out there, running around, you know, hitting those passes. Like when he hit Junior on that in route over, yeah. and he you know Junior scored, turned into I was a touchdown, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, man, like. That was a dot. Hit him in stride and everything. Like, it was nice. So one game's, you know, way too quick, too short of a small of a sample to really draw comparisons, but we're not going to have you on every week. Um, <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of people tweet at us that he's the best QB we've had since. Da, da, da. But I actually think some of the people asking that question are kind of overlooking how good Sneed was. Man. Um, I'm so, I was just about to say, I'm yeah, biased. Was, but, I mean, so he was your main QB of all the years. You know, I mean, it's like really yeah. Gresh through to you and stuff yeah. like that, but – but uh, most of the balls you probably caught were from yeah. from Sneed. So, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe from what you saw in one game, how do you think he compares to Dalton, and what do you think kind of skills that they both have that translate so well to this offense? Well, I haven't been in the locker room with him, so I I would guess he's probably a really good leader. You know, he's voted a captain. You don't just get voted a captain for nothing. For for Yeah, for nothing. But um, I know Dalton was a great leader, yeah. for one. Um but in terms of, like, their play on the field, um, I think it's very similar. I mean, I think it's pretty similar, you know, the throwing and running, being able to throw and run. Um, I probably would have to take a deeper dive at looking at the game again to really say how they compare. But, um, like I said, I'm biased. I mean, Dalton was my guy. <laughs> Dalton was my guy. Well, and that's like – I mean, it's, it is funny because people have been asking, oh, we haven't seen someone like that. But, I, you know, I think what it seems like he brings is a similar – type of skill no yeah especially the running yeah and like we saw that especially early in the first quarter where it seemed like the o-line was kind of working out some kinks and And so and he'd just take off and he had a couple first downs at least one that i recall i think second quarter where it was or maybe it was first quarter even on our sideline right yeah yeah yeah. where it was like play was broken because the edge like came in free and it, it sent him up and then it looked like he was gonna be tackled for what, a yard or two? And then he gets away from that guy, gets up the sideline, and all of a sudden it's first down. Yeah. It was like, that was what Dalton could do. And it's like, you don't want to knock on Cam last year. Um, but that just wasn't – he yeah. wasn't like that fast or elusive. And then Chris was kind of thrust in, but he he also didn't really have that t- – he didn't really bring that. So it felt like you added this dimension again that just makes his offense tougher to defend. Yeah, yeah. definitely it does. When you have to game plan for the, the run from the quarterback <laughs> and the pass, it's – well, if if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he the leading rusher? He was. Yeah. 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 So uh, 76 yards. Yeah. At leading and then some. And then he had like 200, what, like 50 passing? Not quite 250, a little bit less, over two. 208 passing. 208. Four, four touchdowns. Four, though, four yeah. touchdowns, 76 rush. Yeah, so. That's not bad. The next, next in rushing yards behind him was Nick Osmo with 45. So. Uh. <laughs> we spread it out though a lot. We but did. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, so. I don't know if anybody heard the jet flying over. We were, <laughs> we're probably having our last outside recording session of the uh, of the pod season, but it was too nice out and the smoke blew away. So yeah. I felt like we should be outside. Let's actually, see the sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought he looked great. I thought. Yep, I agree. I thought the running element. He just he looked smooth, and it's nice to have that back in this offense because I think not that not that Cam couldn't run. I actually think Cam was kind of deceptively able to move around oh, yeah. um and so it's no knock on him but i just i think that johnson and, and sneed were different calibers um you know what I, what i'd say as well too what i i really like and, and dalton did this and i think i feel like lucas does this as well we have seen a lot of mobile qbs of late in this conference and of course the cats have had kind of like a run of them but it seems like lucas and dalton did this as well was if they were scrambling or moving especially laterally like they still look for the pass play. I'm trying to remember. I feel like that touchdown to Junior, 
I'd have to watch it again. But he, I, he moved out the pocket. He moved, he moved up out the pocket. So and yeah. so it was kind of like, you know, pressure sent him a different direction. And so I felt like a lot of other QBs we've seen in this conference would just take off running. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm pressured, take my eyes off the field, I'm just running. But he doesn't do that, and Dalton didn't do that either. And it's, I think it's like a it – what's, it's what makes you excited for what he can bring here because yeah. if we can get, twenty, you know, 2019 Dalton in Lucas, then yeah. we're in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ankle. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. the thing, thing there is that you know, when when – Dalton got a little bit hurt. The quickness of the running game wasn't the same. It changed the offense. And so, you know, the one question with Johnson is, you know, if a team can take away the run, how good of just a pure passer is, is yeah. he? And he, he looked pretty good. I mean, he had he, he maybe isn't quite as accurate on some of the outs, but he had a pretty good day. And some of the balls he threw, I'm not a receiver and I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not He's an putting it in there, though. talent, but they looked to me like some they of those were in the right that spots. he threw to Mitch, Malik, they on the money. Yeah, and even that one, like the throw in the end zone to White, it, it could have been in front of him, and White probably catches it. White had to kind of turn back Come a little back bit. Come back to it, yeah. But even that, I mean, that's a tough throw. Yeah. And that you might just, have been, like, the only throw that he really wanted back. Because, like, if he put that out there just a little bit, like yeah. like we saw today. On one of the early drives, there was but. a throw in the flats towards the Grizz sideline on third down. He just over. Other than that, I thought he looked pretty good. But yeah, and you yeah. also didn't see a lot of receivers, right, reaching back behind them. You know, yeah. like like there was place so they could catch and run and keep going. Like yeah. touchdown, junior, the junior, like, right? Yeah. Like, oh my the, gosh, like that thing was. I watched that man. I watched that over, and I was like, wow, that is beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh, the second TD to Mitch too. It was like that was a tight. That, yeah, to put that in. That was yeah. like right step up, fire that, that like in right there. Yep. Yeah. How awesome! Obviously, you've shared a uh, receivers room with Mitch for for several gosh. years. How awesome was it to see him get to have that game and break out? Oh my gosh! Only if you guys knew, like <laughs> that dude works so hard. That dude, I mean, he's working on his masters right now, so he works hard in the classroom already. He's a stellar student. He's a hard worker. You can always depend on him. I mean, you guys know you watch him. He's just Mister Consistent. Like he's yeah. always gonna show up. He's never and like. Like I said, I think this is the most touchdowns he's had in a season before. I think he's usually it's, only had it's like – double his career. Two yeah. was all the touchdowns he had really? for yeah. his career. He had one on southern, southeast Louisiana in 2019. Yeah. And then he had one in western Illinois last year. Wow. And, yeah, you look back at the second – It just the first feels like, like he should have more. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Because he's played the role of like the dependable kind of um, intermediate guy. And we've had so many guys that could stretch the field and maybe yeah. were the touchdown guys – that he just – that wasn't the role he played. Yeah. So, Sammy, what I hear is you feel a little guilty for stealing touchdowns. <laughs> I'm not going to say I feel guilty. <laughs> but I think, I think Mitch is very deserving of, yeah. you know, some. I, I think he's deserving of whatever he gets this year. For him to have, uh, what is it, like six catches, 100, 100 yards, two touchdowns, like – Six that 103 is, and two touchdowns. Yeah, that yeah. is amazing for him, and I hope that just continues because he's put in the work. He deserves it. And I feel like we will because, in my mind, he's the mm. one kind of consistent, reliable guy in that room, and then we have so much potential with all these other guys, mm. and it's kind of just going to be a battle every week to see who steps up. You know, is it going to be Flowers one week? Is it going to be White one week? You know, Bergen's going to have – he's going to be kind of a fun guy to watch because, you know, he – caught one of his touchdowns when he lined up in the backfield yeah, this week. And, you know, he's just so fun. And at QB Club today, they were showing him blocking on uh, on one of Johnson's runs. Yeah. And and Houck was going through the, the play, and he was just showing how how smart he was. And, like, this was a guy who was supposed to be blocking, but, um, you know, he – 
that guy read the play wrong, and so he was out of the picture. So he followed and had his head moving and went to the next guy. And it's just like, man, like four guys. That guy is like he's one year removed from high school. I love Junior so much. <laughs> I mean, that dude, he's awesome. And I mean, like we've heard this enough from Bobby Houck, like as an underclassman, as like yeah. a freshman or a true or a sophomore, to earn the trust to. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't just be good. Like you, yeah. I mean, there's just got to be so much more and like that type of stuff where he was. <clears throat> um, analyzing who to block and realizing you didn't have to block this linebacker and got a field and block multiple guys. And then in quarterback club to get praise from Bobby, to have a sophomore get yeah. praise. <laughs> we, yeah. we were joking about it's a couple guys usual. getting praise from Bobby. <laughs> you you got to so. think also like what he did for us last year. Like, oh, oh my mean, God. Where would he, we be without him last year? I know. <laughs> like, I mean, forget about Cat Grizz. Just yeah. everything he did leading up to oh, that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. All the running back troubles we had throwing oh him God. in there. Like, I mean, it was – and he can play it too. Like yep. he can play running, yep. running back well. Yep. He's just a ball player. I mean, he's awesome. I think he's, he's awesome. going to be so fun to watch this year. Kyle and I are Niners fans, and we kind of were joking at the end of last year, and, and hope that it <laughs> continues to see Bergen and Flowers both. Um, we we want to see the coaching staff copy some of what the Niners do with Debo Samuel, yeah, and like do it with those two. And I know they're different guys, but but Put just like the back? creativity of like, just everywhere. like the personnel Put everywhere. Yeah. they can yeah. use with all this you know, with all find these guys. the mismatches yeah. on these yeah. guys and they yeah. they did it with Bergen this yeah. week so yeah. I remember it took to like I think it was Idaho was the first time we ever saw him last year line up in the backfield and get motioned out to receiver and it was like yeah. it was like that Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> meme where you're like that's it that's the one I've been calling for all year like, why did it take this long <laughs> oh and my it worked. gosh oh my it worked. gosh yeah. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken I think the touchdown against the Cats, the Cats was, was when up. he motioned yeah. out of the backfield yeah. to exactly. the, the bunch with us. Yep, so. yep. absolutely. They, they just have so much of that capability with guys that they have. Like, you could put them in weird positions and then have them motion out, and it's like you just stress the defense. Yeah. They're like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah. So Coach P said during fall camp that uh, as a room, this might be the most talented wide receiver room he's had at you. What do you think about that? I mean, <laughs> because, <laughs> there, you know – you're not in the room anymore, and obviously Trey's not in the room anymore, and you two were pretty damn good. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got Junior Bergen, obviously you got Mitch, you got Malik, you got Aaron, you got who else? Gosh, Keelan. Keelan. Yeah. I mean, like these guys are, I mean, these guys are nice, nice, yeah. nice, and I I know you guys haven't seen much from like Aaron and Keelan, and I don't feel like Malik has done what he's. Capable. I mean, these yep. guys are amazing. I mean, they're they're just so athletic. I mean, Malik is faster than anybody. Aaron's faster than anybody. Athletic as crap. I mean, Keelan's nice. He's got. I mean, yep. man. I, I I would I would agree with that. So you're saying it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. We got Ryan Simpson. Your Ryan's big, your big man, guy. Go up and get it. Sim. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like you know who I was. My sleeper guy I like is Sim. Drew Deck. I think Drew. I don't know what's gonna happen with Drew Deck, but catch. he. He did have a catch, didn't he? Yeah. And then Nick. Don't sleep on Nick. Yeah. Nick, uh, I can't remember his last um, name. Number 20, right? Or 22? No, number three. Oh, Nick Williams. Williams. Three. Williams. That's what Nick I was going yeah. At the end Sorry. of the game when he was in there, when Britt was in there, I, you know, I was Someone like, was man, like, this guy's making these clutch third down catches. And I know it was the end of the game, but I was thinking like, <laughs> someone yeah. said, someone, <laughs> someone sitting, I think, behind me was like, why is that guy a backup? Just because he's, he's six he's five huge, yeah. and he's like 215s. I mean, yeah. it was, he's still trying to go into his body. It's just like he's a young dude. I he's mean, still trying to go into his body. Yeah. He's, yeah. Which, it's like, I mean, why is he a backup? Because Mitch Roberts is in front of him. Sorry. He was the third leading receiver. It all came at the end, but it was still like. That's right, he was, wasn't he? Three yeah. catches, 38 yards. Yeah. It's crazy. Awesome. What else in that game did we. What, what other takeaways? Outside of. 
you know, we talk about the depth in the wide receiver room. At least, you know, there are times when three or even four wide receivers get on the field. The room that's got depth that would probably be frustrating to be in is the running back room. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you got Marcus coming in third. Yeah, running back. Right. This dude's like a All-American. Yeah. I mean, that was, I would just hate to be the, the coach. Oh, that's tough. And it's like, yeah. you know, you've got, you've got Marcus, you've got Childs, you've got Harris that seem to be kind of the – the three that are going to do the bulk yeah. of it. But then you've got Childs, who at times looked pretty good last year, and poor yeah. guy's fourth. I think you said Childs. I think you meant Osmo. Osmo. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Then Osmo got Childs, three. Then sorry, you got Childs. Childs yeah. Is the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely meant Osmo. I mean, you got four guys that most all teams would probably either have as starter or – Number two. Number two. Yeah. Right? For I mean, sure. it's wild. For it's sure. Wild. It was cool to see that new formation. That they, yeah, they put the three like running backs. They had Knight, formation, yeah. Bergen, and Osmo. Yeah. It's good to see Marcus in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He deserves that. And Did, that, guy, that guy talking to him. Yeah. And he hit on him right before that. And then, oh, my then, God. And <laughs> Marcus scored on him. And he's, oh like, my he's like, I got you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, so, dumb fans' eyes, Marcus looked rusty. Did you think he looked rusty? No. Okay. I mean, See, I, so mean just, I think he looked as he should. Like his touchdown, his touchdown looked great. Yeah. Right. Like it was oh, just cut. get out, cut, easy. I think he looked as so. he should, having not played for two years. Yeah. I mean, if you take, if you're not having been in a game setting for two years, right. it's going to be weird acclimating back to yep. that. You know. So a lot of people were commenting about how much our running backs were slipping. Well, because Harris the was. a couple times kind of the turf cut early. Yeah. Like he tripped on the turf early. twice, like in the first two drives, didn't he? Yeah. Or slipped or something. I don't know. I have no, I have no. I remember that it was, a, it was, there was a, I, I remember at least one pretty early. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I mean, the, I mean, you look at the touches, Nick had five, X had eight, Marcus had six. Dang, nobody had over ten? Uh, I mean, Johnson had seven, technically. Um, oh. Coulter had uh, two. Dang, Coulter Isaiah two. had four. That's really spreading the wealth. And, and Junior Coulter's had one. technically a freshman, because he played in less than four games last year, right? Correct, yeah. right? That uh, speaking of changes that happened during your time in college, that four Damn, games ooh. and keep your red shirt rule oh my gosh. in my yeah. mind is a good thing. Game changer. Yeah. Big time. That is a game changer. Well you look at like Nick Osmo. Like it, it preserved a season for him because he was yeah. hurt. Yep. Yeah. Well, he played two games last year, right? Yep. Or or one. one. I, I can't remember. One or two. Yeah, one but even one. then, like it lets you work some guys in later in the year and just get them a little bit of experience. So at least you've got yeah. some game experience as you yeah. go yeah. in. Yeah. I, I mean I like think uh, Casey. Uh, who, yep. Is he tackle, right? Tackling yeah. Casey, a freshman yeah. too. Yeah, he, he uh, I think we used him to take advantage of that rule yeah, last year. He played three game. games last yeah. year. Yep. 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 Um, so before we switch to defense, anything else on offense that kind of stood out? I mean, obviously Johnson's I'm excited about Johnson. So what I'm gonna say next, people need to take with a complete understanding that we don't have a game to prepare for. We can talk about the present and the future. Uh, Kenny Britt. Daniel. Kyle. Daniel Britt. My man. Daniel. Daniel we call Britt. him Kenny Britt because that's <laughs> The, yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. We're never gonna call him Danny Britt, except we did on Twitter all weekend. <laughs> Danny Britt time. Um, it was fun to see some of those young guys get in. That was my favorite part of the game. You know, the thing that drives me nuts, <laughs> they are willing to let Danny Britt throw this pass down the sidelines, um, and I forget who caught it. It's probably Nick. It's probably Nick. Was it Williams? Anyway, you catch it. And it's like, that's really aggressive. And then they get inside the red zone and they run it four times and turn it over. And it's like, why were you willing to be aggressive to get down to the red zone, but then you won't punch it in? Like, what are we doing here? The the game was over, but, like, the people around me were like, whoa, who's this guy? I thought it was was kind of fun. I was like, I'll tell you about this guy. I've been talking about this guy. So the the Grizzly (laughs) Pod is the the home of the backup QB. So, Uh, you know. 
Um, but I feel like we're the pretty backup, good with backup Johnson. Backup I guess, yeah. technically, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it kind of started as like a little bit of a joke. It's and very we, much we, a joke. We just take it very seriously now. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting jerseys. We are. Oh, we're the backup QB. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting we're just, NIL for him. We're going to get it all set up. We start a weekly, a weekly radio show. Yeah. Coach Houchley said about? that when he got the job the first time in 03, that Don Reed told him, remember, your, your best player is always your backup QB. So... You know what does that mean though? I don't really know what that means except that the fans the always. Fans. The fans of Montana have always uh, love the backup. Always oh, love the it backup. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Always. That makes sense. If we're not yeah. doing well. Maybe yeah. the backup can do it. <laughs> um, but it was sweet I've to clearly see. fallen into. So <laughs> it was sweet to see him get in there and like, dude, he looked good. I don't care. I don't care no, if it was like pretty good. vanilla. He's fine. He's fine. He's, he's exciting. How said his reads on his RPOs were like 100%. Yeah. I, I think he's got potential to be yeah. a really good player. And I mean, won't put you on the spot, but I mean, he was – was he scout team player of the year last year? Yes. Britt was? Wasn't – no, no, no. No, no, no. I don't know who was offense. It was um, – It might have been Britt. Yeah, well, Britt, our research team. Oh, get it. Um, but it's always fun. Like, that's one thing I like about those types of games is it is fun to see some of – like Williams is another one where it's yeah. like – you know, you got Britt coming in and throwing to Williams, and it's all of a sudden, it's like, I knew who Britt was. I had no idea who Williams was. And you're like, was. dang, this is the future. Yeah, Britt, I was like, Britt. man, that guy's big. He's catching the ball. You know, yeah. getting, he's going past the sticks, which is like my biggest pet peeve. On <laughs> <laughs> those third downs. Yeah. Um, but Britt was. He was off. Kyle got it before me. Yeah, yeah. Gave me a previous I think one. He, played like, he played like receiver last year. I think he played like he played. He did everything on the scout team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We kind of have to, right? Yeah. And you were also a scout team player of the year. Yeah. Right? That's right. Okay, so there's precedent there. Yeah. Okay. See what it, see what it creates? Yeah. Yeah, I like joke. it. Um, anything else on offense? <laughs> well, I mean. The line is just still like. The line. Just keep watching them. It was fun that they were able to rotate like the complete line a couple times. Like the yeah. third series was the entire set of backups. No, it wasn't. Just the tackles. I don't, the I don't think the interior set. guys. Okay, I only looked at tackles, so maybe. I saw one time they def- they definitely I, did replace the tackles. Yeah, yeah. One of the media guys said that in the, on the third series they had replaced the whole thing. Okay. Anyway, the point being that they were able to get a lot of guys reps. Yeah. And our O-line's pretty young. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you know, any reps they can get in jail. But we'll I mean, you'll see how that you look goes at next week. Forbes and McGinnis are the only ones with extensive starting experience. Yeah. Casey had a couple games. Um, Brown's a redshirt freshman. The Nebraska transfer. Nebraska kid never played O-line in Nebraska. Played he never played O-line? Nope. Played D-line. He's a, D- he's a D-end. That with the beard? Yeah. 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 Chris, right? Yeah. Oh, he's wow. like, was Twitter famous this week? Like some. Yeah, because the... he looks like Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was that page. It was that, yeah. that former Grizz or that former college players or something, the page that posts like oh, all the college it, players. Oh, it was just his face? Yeah, it was just his yeah. face. with like oh his big, beard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the record, um, when Sample comes, he brings wine. So the reason you haven't heard any beer cans opening is we're being sophisticated tonight. Um, it's heart healthy. That's sure. It's good for your heart. Something like that. Um, defense. Hey, shut out. That's fun no matter what. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, and they so um, Northwestern State crossed midfield, according to the stat book, twice. Oh. At one point was that Hail Mary they threw right at the end of the first half that got picked. And they threw that from the 46, and then they were attributed with another time where they crossed to got to the 45, and that was when uh, Levi Jankero punched the ball out, fumble, Grizz got it back. So, like, they, they played, I think, two or three downs crazy. on the Montana side of the field the whole day. 229 total yards, 193 pass yards, 36 rush yards, 16 first downs, 4 of 17 on third down. They held the ball for 35 minutes. Oh, my god! So, I mean, they won the time of possession, I guess, but – Longest drive was only 34 yards. Longest drive was 34 That's yards. Cra- That's and I crazy. saw their average um, – oh, it's hiding in the stats. I, I think they averaged like um, 
some like something like two and a half yards per. Wow, I remember there were so many times last year where like we'd be so close to shutting them out, and then they would get that trash time touchdown yep. or like just. So it was good <laughs> to see that that zero forty seven zero. That was awesome. It was see. amazing. Was, I mean, and this defense, like obviously going to the season. I mean, you've got two of last year's in the polls, four best players on defense in Pat yeah. and Justin. I so think they like, should have been a little higher, but yeah, I agree. Everybody, <laughs> everybody agrees. <laughs> yeah, don't get uh, started on that. <laughs> um, but it's like so. I mean, like the expectations for the defense were already there, and yeah. it's like it feels like you know they. But but it was it was fun to watch because like obviously they'd lost a few guys that it was a little bit of a question mark like how are we gonna look at safety yeah. uh with you know both garrett and nash like stepping in and then how are we gonna look at corner because you know with omar gone mm-hmm. um we you know we saw we saw gradney and we saw walker kind of well they rotated a bunch but kind of come on a little later and then we add dawson as well too but it's just like it just felt like they just got better everywhere and then of course jace lewis like you know graduates gone so you know we have new 37 with marcus and so here comes braxton hill and here comes the player of the week in the big defense player of the week and then again you know jan carrow back there like he kid blocks punt forces a fumble gets a tfl he almost picks a pass i mean and it's like i think if you looked at the defensive stats uh, in terms of just like tackles it's like marcus braxton pat o'connell levi jan carrow Ryan Terrell, like, Robbie in there, well, Robbie, but I was just looking at linebackers, just oh, talking okay. about the linebacker group, but it's just like you had like linebackers everywhere. Yeah, Diari Todd, early early sack on that, and which was fun to see, you know. For, oh man, find his footing. Yeah, Marcus Wellnell, nine um, tackles, one or eleven tackles, one tackle for a loss, uh, half a sack. Braxton Dang. Hill, ten tackles, one and a half tackles for a loss. In his first start, they were flying around, dude. Oh, yeah, my Patrick O'Connell, <laughs> seven. Two tackles for a loss, a sack, his first interception, which yeah. was fun to see. Um, <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's great. Jankara was in there, six tackles, a tackle for a loss, forced a fumble, um, blocks a punt, then Flink picks that punt up and takes it to the house. I'm I mean, disappointed in Justin. I told him I needed a pick. <laughs> well, you got a fumble <laughs> recovery. You that one so bad when he almost <laughs> ran right through that receiver. <laughs> yeah. He like tried to jump that route. <laughs> that a crap they, pass interference. Yeah, call. That, that pass interference. <laughs> They knew. They knew not to. That, well, that so this is funny because um, this happened to Tremaine Johnson, yeah, his senior year in 2011. Um, a, like a third of the field was closed. They just went through it. Closed for business, and so it was like out of conference. He get a couple thrown his way. They don't know in conference, <laughs> hardly any. You know, like and it was and so he ended and then we got to the playoffs and I think I could be wrong in 2011. I feel like he came into the playoffs with like one pick, maybe two. Wow. And then in a playoff game, I think he gets two in one game. But it was like one of those weird ones. I think we played like South Dakota or somebody. Not South Dakota, but uh, San Diego. Like a non-scholarship, one of those ones. And so he gets a few or maybe one in that and one in the next. But, of course, playoff doesn't count. So we get to all conference. And it's like then it was like Tremaine Johnson is not only the best defender in the big sky. He was the best defender in the FCS. Did he not make all conference? He made first team all conference, but he didn't get MVP, and he didn't even get a consideration for the uh, the Buck Buchanan wow. because, because he, it was just like he, he had no stats. stats. Yeah, but because nobody threw to him. That's but it's a like, sign of a good defensive back. I mean, which, that's what you. But what was fun <laughs> is until the playoffs when we played teams that didn't know him as and, well. Oh, they'd be like, and he like, didn't get these postseason accolades, and <laughs> yeah. the film didn't have much on him. So, and we had a pretty good second corner at that time, and so 
The playoffs were actually kind of fun because people started trying to throw on him. That was a mistake. Yeah. But you guys remember Teron Johnson yeah. from Weber State? Yeah, yeah. Weber. Yeah. Still I don't Raven. know if his stats were crazy like that either. And he got like defensive player of the year, didn't he? He did, didn't he? I think or that he was a. Cons- that, I think was my, that, that was my retro freshman year. I think that um, the, the coaches in the conference might have understood the defensive impact a little bit more then. Yeah. But I mean, this is we said I said this on the pod last year, but like I think what Justin Ford did last year in terms of the amount of interceptions. It's crazy. I mean, this is not and it, 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 like it blew me away. And I understand like it's hard to pick between him and Pat, but this defense is designed for guys like Pat to stack up a lot of stats. He is one of the best edge guys we've had in a very, very long time. So I'm not meaning to, you know, degrade what he has done, but like Justin's accomplishment last year was like nothing we have ever seen before. And I can't imagine ball. we will ever see it again. How he many games in a row with a pick? Games. Was it six? What was nine, it nine? I, I mean, and like, I don't know. It just, he just finds the ball. <laughs> yeah. Even if it wasn't picks like that play against sack where he jumps over and slaps the ball yeah. out of his hands. Obviously we didn't even get I don't even know if we ended up getting that one. But it's just like he was always around yeah. the ball when turnovers were happening. The Cat Grizz one. Like mm-hmm. how does Justin just happen to be right there? <laughs> <laughs> of all people, how does he happen to be right there? Or like one of the the pick in Northern Colorado where T C tips it up and who's sitting right there yeah. just ready to catch it like a punt? Like <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like and he like I I for I don't know why but the pick he had against Idaho because it wasn't oh. even his guy oh yeah and it was he like watches he, so much he just and he like saw and it was like you go back and it was like he just I mean he under he like left his guy and cut under and just clean pick and I think that kind of because Idaho was hanging around a little bit yeah, in that yeah. right because they had that quarterback running yeah. that weird power option stuff yeah. and that just like broke their back I think we scored and that was kind of it yeah his but, film study yeah. is it's ridiculous yeah and so I don't know said it before but i just don't know how <laughs> i mean an accomplishment like we'll probably never ever see again but yeah got a fumble got a crap pass interference call <laughs> i thought that was actually legit i thought he ran right through <laughs> i thought he just wanted it so bad <laughs> but i thought the timing was fine like i don't know that was right down my seat and yeah, that was right in front of you wasn't it yeah yeah but i was I mean, a little intoxicated but that's good that's gonna be a thing that's gonna be a thing for justin this year though is like i doubt a lot of teams are gonna throw them right it's gonna, gonna be like, have to play it's gonna like where, game. where's six where's six and if it's you know, like, like, especially with the design of the defense. I mean, it's going to be like it's so much fun keep to away. watch them. Oh yeah, like when you're watching them and you don't really know exactly what like their reads are, and you're like, this is this is just chaos. Yeah. Like I feel like they're just like seeing a guy like in the water boy where they're like, who's my guy? And they just go at that one guy, and then you get to quarterback club and like Hauk draws it out, and they're like, this is what we saw, this is what we checked to, and this is where we're going, and it's like, wow, <laughs> like no wonder this is hard for you guys to figure this out on an offensive slide, because yeah. like. Yeah, it looks like chaos, but they're like it's well executed, it's it's well designed, chaos. and it's like yeah, it's crazy yep. like that defense and like when you can rotate linebackers in there like that. I mean, man. we we've got six to seven linebackers that they could steadily rely on to be on that field at any given time. Yeah, I remember if I'm not mistaken, I remember like when Hal first got to Montana. Isn't that something he mentioned he wanted to have like depth, you yep. know, mm-hmm. throughout the whole team, not just as linebacker position? So yeah, and that's what he had here before, and, yeah. and I mean it's like and that's like you look at right. The goal in the FCS is to be like North Dakota State, and they have injuries, they have attrition as well, but they just reload because they build there. that depth. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's so important. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think we have a punter. Kicker, we might need to figure out. <laughs> well, so I believe our expected kicker did not play. He did not. He was, he was in shorts. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know when we're gonna get him though. But Connor's a true freshman. Does anyone know like what was he injured? Was he? I don't know. Was it like a eligibility thing. With no, like, I, 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 I'm not sure. I, I think it could have been a. I don't think it was anything eligible. But yeah, I mean, related. So hopefully soon. True freshman from Cal right? Yeah, I talked yeah. to him on Saturday night. I think he looked good. Yeah. Looked great. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was so grateful to be out there. This dude is <laughs> oh, just yeah? like because he he. I was talking to him Saturday night. He's like, yeah, I grew up a Grizz fan. You know, I'm just so like. To run out that tunnel, my yeah. whole family was there. I was <laughs> like, man, that is awesome. Because, you know, I didn't grow up in Montana, so I don't know about that. Sure. But, like, I was just so happy for him. You know, he's 18 years playing for his dream team. Yeah. Starting as awesome. a true freshman. Like, that's just awesome. <laughs> Good yeah. for him. Great punts. What was his stats? What was it? He, yeah, I should have had that up. All right. Uh, it says, uh, I'm going to round up, say a 45 average. Had a long of 50. How many inside the 20? All three. Okay. Hey. So. Did Take a shot. That. Yep. No touchbacks. Yep. Take that. I'm shooting fireworks out here, I hope. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, on the kicker side, I it was like, Casper, like, kid has plenty of leg. But, you know, and I was thinking during the game that there have been plenty of times where kickers in their first game when they're young at UM, who went on to be very good, had this exact performance. Like, shank the field goal, shank an extra point. Yeah. Like, Shit happens. I mean, you're Nervous. out there. Exactly. Yeah. You're kicking in front of 25,000 people. Yeah. Like. And, you know, that extra point being low, I mean, you got to kick it, right? That's your one job. But it's like I personally as a fan, like, took exception with the whole spread out, try for the two point, and then, like, like he had, like, four seconds to kick the ball. Yeah. I wonder if he was a young guy. Nervous. Like yeah. too much. I wonder if he's just rushed. It's a lot. And it's like, no way does Bobby Hawk want to use a timeout and not an extra point. <laughs> you know, but it's like that. What? It didn't matter, right? Nope. First touchdown. We, we could have beat him 6 0, right? Mitch or whatever, 7 0. <laughs> Mitch in the end zone, we're done. But no, I mean, kicking game. It was the second get touchdown. There. Right, I was. Yep, yeah. it wasn't the first. Yep, the first. It was the second. Yep. Yep. Whatever. Anything else on the game from anybody before we. I mean, I kind of said it. Like, I'm back on the defense. I. I really like where we're at with corner. Um, we got four guys, you know. Um, there was a play, I brought it up as well, too, where Fouch crossed the field because I think the slot receiver was running one of their verts that Bobby told us he was going to do. And I don't know, and Nash, like, launches and knocks the ball right out of the kid. Um, oh, incomplete man. pass. That was awesome. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to guess that I don't know the – concept but i doubt that was like his primary responsibility but he saw the pass and got there and just like lit him up and it killed killed their drive um on the tv like they made a really good point like he could have just taken that dude's head off but he didn't like he textbook (laughs) hit that guy yeah like that's smart in its own like to to be like oh i'm gonna light this guy up but i'm gonna no targeting do it the right way yeah (laughs) i remember i saw his uh brother before the game i don't know if you guys remember nick fouch he's on the team yep Uh, receiver right yeah he was a receiver um, he was like, man, I just want Nash to light somebody up today. <laughs> and then I saw that, and I was like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> were you down on the sideline, or were you up in the stands? I was on the sideline pregame, and nice. then I went up to the oh, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's right. The, the, like, the sideline roles, they've really shrunk down the amount of like yeah. non-player and personnel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. I remember when I was even trying to get on the field for the interview with Sean, like, the guys were like, no, like, no. <laughs> I was like, come on, like, he's right over there. Because like, then we there. walked, because uh, I was with Jackson, Groff, we walked all the way around, and then the guy walked around too, and I was like, he's right there, like, pointing at yeah, Sean, yeah. and Sean was like, they're good. Like, oh Thank God. you. <laughs> Cook texted me after the game, Dylan Cook, and he was like, man, I was trying to scream on the field for you, because I guess he was at the game. I didn't even know. I oh. wish I would have seen him. Oh, oh shoot. Yeah. I know, I right? Idea. But he, he, was, he said, yeah, I was screaming, like, Telling them to let you out in there, like, <laughs> whatever, but, yeah. Do you know was, who he is? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was funny. It was so funny. How to feel? To, was it weird? Was it surreal being a fan? Man, it was. It was. It was really weird, but it, it was surreal. But I was. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, but it was so weird. It was so weird, like being there on their pregame, watching them warm up, watching them stretch and everything. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was like. But also at the same time, I'm like, dang, like I know how that is. Like, yeah, I did my time. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of glad I'm, yep. I get to be on the other side of it at the same time. But it's it funny. Was, I've had a lot of former players come through my tailgate, and they're like, I don't miss Sunday through Friday. Yes. But I miss today. I miss Saturday. But, like, the lead-up to it, that's exactly, (laughs) oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, the lead-up is. You know, it's like, I still, you know, we'll still go bowling with my guys, or we'll have dinner, or we'll do this. But, like, (laughs) the 5 a.m. workouts. Oh, my gosh. All of it. (laughs) All the stuff in the snow, you know. I mean, there's a reason that, there's a reason that, I mean, we do things a certain way. And nothing's easy under Hauk. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows that. Nothing's easy. But that is why we are the way we are. That's why we're able to compete. And that's yeah. why we're able to be in the conversation. But, man, yeah, Friday through Sunday is rough. <laughs> it's rough. Well, Sunday through Friday. Sunday through Friday. I'm sure yeah. there's nothing quite like being a player. But I'll tell you, this is a fun program to be a fan of. Yeah. So, you know, I think you're going to enjoy this phase, too. Yeah. I have enjoyed it. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome being there. On One Saturday. game in. No, great game. Um Glad it didn't get as hot as they said it was going to get. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for the smoke. Oh, right. <laughs> that was the joke Bobby made at quarterback club. He's like, I've never been happy to have smoke in the sky until <laughs> Saturday when it cooled us down Seriously, by 10 degrees. Though. Side note, gogrizz.com slash QB club. <laughs> yeah. They're almost at 500, and they want to get over it. So yeah, good for them. Close. Um, let's talk about the big sky. Let's do it. Nothing really went against what we expected. Um, you know, Weber took care of Western Oregon. They're, Weber's defense looks good. I get West. I get that Western Oregon's not a D1 program, but Weber's defense looked um, – NAU didn't even put up a fight against Arizona State. Portland State maybe should have beat San Jose State. They should have. They should have. Um, I watched that game. Which would have been a good, uh, uh, you know, uh, FCS, FBS upset. Um, Cal Poly got, you know, owned by Fresno State. Um, Montana State beat McNeese State pretty easily. Um, Eastern scored 36 uh, to beat Tennessee State University 36-29. Their QB threw for five touchdowns, and so no shock there. Player of the week. Tennessee State University scored 29 points on Eastern Washington. Who is Tennessee State? They're, they're like, in where are they from? Tennessee. Did you said Tennessee State? <laughs> Tennessee State. I think, isn't it? H- I think Tennessee State. I think they're HBCU. HBCU? Yeah, I believe okay. so. I think they might be in the yeah. MEAC or the SWAC, one of the two. Okay. But, yeah, I think they're HBCU. And I, if I'm not mistaken, is – is Eddie George the yes. coach? Yes, yes, that's right. Oh, okay. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody mentioned that two weeks ago. Yeah, maybe Riley did. So, I mean, Tennessee State put up a lot of pass yards. I think their their quarterback had three fifty passing. Right? No, that was the Eastern QB. Um, the, I mean, but I mean, twenty nine points. No, Tennessee State had a kid rush for two yeah. two oh seven. That's on like, Eastern. that's a lot. Like that. that well, and doesn't that bode well for their defense. Tennessee State brutal. Tennessee State was going into the Eastern end zone with. A minute or two to go, and threw a pick to end the game. I mean, they were going in oh, to tie man. the damn game. Bummer. Um, so I mean, they were in a dogfight. They were. It was. It, <laughs> I mean, they were. I think this. I mean, they were. They were leading in the first quarter, and they. Yeah. So it's just they just had a few things not go their way near the end there. Yeah. And you know, hopping back on a couple of these, like Portland State looked okay. San Jose State looked really bad though. And as kind of Grizz fans, what we've grown to appreciate at the end of the game, San Jose State finally won the game on a late touchdown. And I think they had seven. They had they had a they had a four. Well, it wasn't a four and out, but they they turned over on downs inside the five yard line on four pass plays. And then they get the ball back from Portland and they get inside the five again. 
then they pass the ball two more times and on third and goal it's a pass play but it's broken the quarterback finally runs it in so it's funny like us as Grace fans like if you on the one yard line or whatever yeah. like you should be able to run the damn ball you, you should, should get one yard yeah. and they finally did it and beat him and then um, a little bit of praise for Cal Poly's quarterback like he looked okay like Fresno put it to him but like Cal Poly maybe is not a you know, they're kind of turning that corner like we yeah. talked about. Like, I kind of think that was inevitable. Well, I, I mean, did. Bo Baldwin's a pretty good coach. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be terrible. I thought he was going to get a guy eventually. And um, apparently our understanding was, I mean, this kid played with um, Xavier and Aaron. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I always see Aaron posting them. I'm like, dang, that's yeah. cool. Um, UC Davis lost to Cal. Idaho held it close with Washington State. So it's going to be interesting to see if Idaho State has just taken a jump, giant leap forward or if Washington State's not good. They got the South Dakota State offensive coordinator, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Eck. Um, right. Who knows? And um, uh, Sacramento <laughs> State lost to Utah Tech. No, they, uh, they beat them. Or excuse me, beat Utah Tech. Gave up 33 points. Utah Tech is Dixie State oh, rebranded. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just for anybody paying attention, we did play that team last year. Um, and uh, in maybe the one game that Brent got <laughs> wrong and I got right. Well, I picked Portland State as well. Um, so, yeah. Houston Baptist beat Northern Colorado. Yeah. Um, 46-34. <laughs> At Northern Colorado. That's a tough place to play, though. <laughs> Greenland. I was about to say. Oh, man. That is Houston well, Baptist. The Kid Grizz have lost there once. It's like, you said at Northern Colorado. <laughs> Houston Baptist. They've got turf now, so they can't like not mow the grass, which is what they used to do. They did not win a single game last year, Houston Baptist. I That's where uh, Zappy's from, right? I don't know. Bailey Zappy. Is it? I believe so. You might be right. I believe he went to H- uh, Houston Baptist before he transferred to uh, Western Kentucky. Huh. Yeah. And now really? he had a great year. I just want to see when the last time Houston Baptist won a game was. So while you're doing that, um, Northern Colorado looked bad. They got better when they replaced the coach's son at QB with Sermon, who's the cousin of one of your former teammates, right? Wait, he didn't win the I job played... there? No. Oh, oh I, I did would... play with the Sermon. You're talking about uh, He was the Cy? center? Yeah, Cy, Cy. was the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that this cousin. Jacob is a that cousin. Was... The backup QB, backup backup oh, at Washington uh, when we played him last did year. Did he transfer, though? Yeah, yeah, he transferred to Northern Colorado. To Northern Colorado. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Somehow he didn't win the job in fall. Um, and uh, I, I watched more Northern Colorado games than or, or football than maybe I'd like to admit last year. Which Glenn for punishment, yeah. <laughs> um, which one of you guys picked against us? Remember that. <laughs> That was a great laugh. Oh. That was a great laugh. Yeah, don't worry. Riley took care of it. You <laughs> tweeted it out to the world after Brent blasted it. <laughs> I was. It was motivation. You know. Yeah. It just you know we 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 had that terrible Dixie State game. Yeah. Were you guys in the locker room and Bobby's like, I need you to listen to something. No. And he's like, yeah, this is the Chris Fan Podcast. No, no, no. no, 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 no just it wasn't It wasn't bulletin board material. I just remember stumbling across it during the week, and I was like. Because Brent probably tagged you in it because he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys I listened to the pod. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Oh, man. Um, I'd honestly forgotten what team that I picked, but I remembered that Brent tweeted it out for the pod, and then you retweeted it. And I was like, oh, oh that's God. right. And then you texted me. You're like, well, you knock it off. Yeah, like, it's like you're <laughs> blasting me. <laughs> I had a good laugh about that. Oh my gosh. Um, but so that's kind of an interesting thing because so the sermon comes in, he's a backup QB, and they look better. They still lost. Nice. Scored some points. But I mean, that team, it's like head coach They're McCaffrey, offensive coordinator McCaffrey, quarterback McCaffrey. I mean, if Sermon's better and they don't start him, they're going to have a riot in that locker room. <laughs> well, oh, it's a whole new locker room. They had 40 guys leave last year? I, 
I would think they have 40 guys leave Wait, every year. <laughs> is is Ed McCaffrey still there? Yep. Like yeah. the head coach? Yep. And why did they have 40 guys leave? I don't know. Maybe Ed's tough to deal with. I don't know. I don't well, know. it's probably a combination of some of the guys just weren't. Maybe living in Greeley. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? We'll see. Know. Anyway, anything anything else from uh, from the week in the big sky that we need to touch on before we move on to next week? Don't think so. I don't think anything really really happened. You know? I, it was kind of – these first few weeks sometimes kind of goes to be expected, right? You either play up or play down, or you're playing a D2. Yeah. And Did the Cats game completely wipe out the ability to watch the Ohio State game? Or did they move one of those? Because um, I, I watched, was trying to watch. I watched the Notre Dame-Ohio State game on the app. You did? Yeah. Okay. In Notre Dame, you know, they beat the spread. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah, because they were yeah, 16. Yeah. yeah. Really? My brother-in-law is a different brother, so he wanted us to watch the game. And, you know, they, they held their own. But they thought Notre Dame was that bad? I yeah. guess. 16 well, I think points? they thought Ohio State was that, was that good. good. Yeah. yeah. That could be it. That's that's to, be the I was trying to get that on play. the phone for my girlfriend while we were at dinner and couldn't find it. Your girlfriend wanted to watch the Notre Dame-Ohio State game at dinner? Her dad played for Ohio State. Oh, that's right. You really Big Ohio State. Like guy. I get stressed whenever I haven't checked in for you a while on the status of your relationship because you can't screw this up. I mean, she's problem. She's a keeper. So <laughs> I told I, I I had her listen to what you said about her on the, the pod after I fell off the golf cart. She's she's she very nicely of you guys. I don't really that. remember what I said about you about falling off the golf you, cart. You you were asking me if Kyle was on the concussion protocol. Oh, fair enough. Does Jr. listen to this? Should we, we come clean to JR? <laughs> <laughs> um, so next week, Big Sky Conference games. Moorhead State is at Montana State. I, I mean, the Cats are going to win. I mean, Moorhead State has beat them before, haven't they? Yeah, but I think that they're like, in whatever ranking ranks all Division One football programs, I mean, they're like yeah. 207th out of 250. Oh, yeah. no, they got smoked by Mercer yeah. last week. Yeah, wasn't it pretty bad, like 50-something? 63 to 13. Yeah. Um, Portland yeah, State so goes cats. to Washington, so do you think the big sky can pull off the upset two years in a row? No, they're not us. No. no. And Washington looked better. Man, so Portland better. State and Eastern Washington have two FBI. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like they beat a – and I'm not just trying to toot our horn, but I feel like to beat an FBS team, you have to have a good – I would agree with that. Yeah, because yeah. you know? yeah, it'll keep you in the game. Yeah, or Cooper yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Eastern, <laughs> Eastern, <laughs> Eastern, 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 Oh, Wyoming. <laughs> um, University of San Diego goes to Cal Poly. I'm taking Cal Poly. I think Cal Poly is going to win that. San Diego isn't as good as they were. Um, you think? Well, are you? Are you? I'm googling real fast. Oh, oh they, they beat they beat Laverne last week. Who? Laverne. Who's, Who's Laverne? Laverne did not score. I'm glad you don't know. Is school? Laverne. Laverne on Google is Laverne a... Laverne is a grandma. La- Laverne on, on the street. <laughs> she played her that week. Oh, and she didn't get in the end zone. Uh, <laughs> is, where, are, they, where is are they Division One? Uh, no. I don't think so. Oh, wow. I don't even, that's interesting. Uh, I'll say... Yeah, I'll go with Paul. NAU at Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Sam I think Houston. that's the obvious pick, but I feel like they lost a lot. You think so? Yeah, but I, I would I would probably lean towards Sam Houston too. But I feel like they did. Laverne is Division three. Wow. Well, that'll be interesting because I I would feel better about any of if they'd played their last game a little bit. They're ones that like I feel like they're in like year four or five of this new coach at this point. Like it's been just kind of down. Yeah, like you keep waiting for them to turn that ta- turn that corner. NAU seems to me like a place that should be football. Absolutely, and it's in Sam Houston. It's in Sam Houston. Ever since uh, that uh, was it Cookies. 
Case Cookies. Yeah, Case Cookies. You got the targeting code? Oh, yeah. God. It's one of, <laughs> one of my top ten games. highlights. One of the weirdest <laughs> games ever. Man, man that so weird. Weird. He was so bad at the so stadium. McKenna at just quarterback. Both teams just, oh, yeah. just became run. Like a stit team was just like, yeah, we're going to run it 60 times. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> well, because we had so yeah. much quarterback yeah. trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we just didn't have anybody. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, McKenna sent us our H, right? Or whatever they call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good thing he used to play quarterback. Yeah. That was one of the saving graces. Actually, he has the single game passing touchdown record. (laughs) Weber State at Utah State. Alabama put it to Utah State, but Alabama puts it to everybody, right? You know, if Weber State had any sort of offense, I'd believe in it because I think they've got the defense, like you were saying, that could pull off an FBS upset. Yeah. But I just don't fence. I don't know. I'm going Utah State. I'll go Utah State. It's kind of funny, though, because, like, Weavers had all these great teams, and then they because yeah, they always play like BYU, Utah, or Utah State every year. But they, I don't think they've of lately beat them. I'll say Utah State. BYU. But, uh, you're saying Weaver State has Weaver State. Yeah, oh, I mean they always play one of those three. It seems like every year, and they've had great teams. I mean, great defensive teams, I guess. But yeah, probably Utah State. Uh, UC Davis at South Dakota State. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Idaho at Indiana. Uh, Indiana. I th- Indiana won last. Week? I think this is the last of the Players? payoff games. Oh, like man, this is, this was scheduled when they were still an FBS team. Out as like, oh, wow. it. why do FBS teams get more? Because TV it, money, yeah. oh. something. It's got to be um, Idaho State at San Diego State University. San Diego, San Diego. State. Yeah, San Diego. State. And Eastern Washington at the University of Oregon. Man, I would hate to have to play Oregon. <laughs> I bet they are pissed. <laughs> I'm sure they are pissed. <laughs> and even if Eastern's Wash- Eastern Washington's offense is for real, which I don't know, if I think Oregon. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. And that leads us into South Dakota at Montana. Grizz all the way. Yeah, Grizz all the way. I mean, I picked the Grizz to win this game early. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we did our preview of the season, I don't see why I would change that now. I think demons were, but I still think that if the Grizz are who we think they are, they should win this game. Wait, this game got moved up 30 minutes? I thought it got moved back 30 minutes. Sorry, this is a, this is a total fan aside. What it says it's at 1230. Uh, no. It's one thirty Mountain Time. You, That's what you I thought. must be looking Pacific because the Big Sky Conference schedule says one thirty Mountain. Okay. That's news to me. I didn't even know it got moved. Okay. Um, yeah, so South Dakota. Um, uh-oh. Because one of my tailgate uh, attendees, Jeff, was telling me the proper way to pronounce coyotes, not coyotes. Was someone calling them the coyotes the other week? Coyotes, the yotes. Coyotes, the yotes. It's like a regional yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like creek and creek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do they say in Oklahoma? I say creek. Well, we went to the hot springs, my girlfriend and one of her coworkers, and he was like, crick. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> not spelled that way. I know. <laughs> tomato, tomato, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't had a big chance to, like, dive into them too much, but I did, you know, South Dakota's picked to finish kind of in the middle of the mm-hmm. conference. Granted, they're in the best uh conference um so it's kind of funny i think you and i were talking about this after the i was like trying to like what's their comparison and it's like they're the nau portland state equivalent program of the missouri valley like they'll win a game they shouldn't win they'll lose a few maybe that you know they'll just kind of finish like 500 last year they're seven to five they got the playoffs they beat south dakota state was kind of their uh yeah it was kind of their big achievement uh from last year so um you know, you've got a middle of the pack team coming out of a conference that's just as good as ours. So this is going to be, you know, this last week we played a team full of new transfers that finished in the bottom of a, you know, probably the the next tier below us type conference. Exactly. So yeah, so it's like, you know, this this level of competition is going to be much better. Um, we heard it tonight, QB Club, a lot of 
lot of praise from Bobby for their coaching staff and their preparation. So we're going to be facing a team that prepares for games like ours. So I think it's going to be it's going to be a bigger test. They got shut out by Kansas State, but Kansas State's supposed to be a damn good football team this year. So it's like it's kind of hard to say. Um, Kansas State ran all over these guys. They had almost 300 yards in the game on the ground. They hardly passed the ball. And they didn't really need to, but Kansas State really has never been much of a pass-heavy type team, anyways, right? So, um, and you know, we saw a few things too that uh, South Dakota does some good stuff, uh, some stuff really well on the ground. Uh, they've got two running backs that we're going to see that they rotate a bunch. Um, they've got a kind of a slot receiver they really like, returning quarterback um, for the five-zero lineman uh, returned from last year. So they should have an offense that's going to be pretty efficient. So I think it just kind of steps us up the next level of like now we're now we're facing a you know a team that was in the playoffs last year um so this this level of competition that we're going to see on saturday is probably going to be our better measuring stick where people are like freaking out like oh my god we're amazing like look what we did northwestern state i think i was in a group text i can't remember who i was with because he texted a ton of people on game day but it was like right well you were in i want to something someone said like is this a championship team or is this an, you know, or something I can't, or is this team winning the big sky? And I was like, ask me in ask a week. Next week. Cause like, I don't think South Dakota is going to be the determining game, but it's like, if we go out and put up 30, 40 plus on these guys and keep them at zero, seven or 10, um, it's a, it's a great sign. Now, if we come out of this and it's like, we win 17, 14 or God forbid we drop the game. Then it's like, all right, you know, now we're playing at like a similar level conference level competition and we still got some stuff to work on. So they've got a they got a good D line. They got two guys that are all team uh, all conference. Um, so once again, uh, our O line played a couple good D line guys last week. That thirty three for Northwestern State kind of showed. I mean, he's a big dude. Um, they've got some good guys as well too. So I think uh, yeah, um, this one's going to be a fascinating one. They're gonna they're gonna. It sounds like we're anticipating that they are. You know, they run the ball well, but they lean more to passing. Um, and yeah, I was surprised so, to hear that. Yeah, that surprised me as well, I too. They would throw 60 to 65% of the time. I was, I thought it would be the other way. Well, I, and I mean, granted, I mean, they were almost 50-50 in the Kansas State game, but mm-hmm. I don't know. You're in a playoff game and you're down 34-0 in the third quarter. You're probably just, you know. Watch, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> um, I noticed they're a very heavily penalized team. Even last season? Last season and last week. You know, they had almost 80 yards of penalties. Wow, weird fluky say thing. What kind of penalties? Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but I wish like, you know, like, is it a lot of like false starts? Is it a lot of like holding? A lot of yep. administrative yeah. like I don't mm-hmm. know unsportsmanlike. Yeah. What's the number? The number? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. They had nine for seventy-five yards. It's a good little mix. Yeah. I don't know. Is it a team that our defense could or our offense as well too? Like, could you kind of, you know, get them a little rattled, make have them make some stupid mistakes? Last year kind of showed it, and this year in the first one. I mean, and again, right, like, was it a bunch of holdings or false starts or whatever, like, stuff that – or was it there some personal fouls or whatever? So we'll have to see. I think uh, this is going to be a little bit of a test. I, I, this will – I think anyone that thinks this is going to be a, another easy game for the Grizz is probably mistaken themselves. Yeah. Now, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be an easy game, but I think we're going to win 37 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Why that? Two shutouts to, to Two start shutouts the year. Two shutouts in a row. Now, we played them last year. My, my, 2019. 2019. My guess is based on no real analysis at all. <laughs> it's, just so, a, it's just a gut feeling, Sammy. <laughs> uh, 
so that was when the stadium, like half the stadium was being yeah. revolved. It was so weird. Yeah. That was an awesome game, though. Yeah. And that was our opener game, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it sounds like their defense, it's the same coaches from when we played them. What, do you remember anything like oh, anything special about you had a huge game? <laughs> That's right, you, oh did. you had a huge We didn't know game. what to expect, honestly, because um, oh, I gotta pull it up now. They um, gosh, I remember they. I think they had just got a new coaching staff or like mm-hmm. a new defensive coordinator or something. He was coming from like a D two school or something. But I remember when we looked at um, it wasn't even really film. Like film didn't really tell us because we didn't know what to expect. But they yep. just kept playing back. New coach. Okay. So Dalton, I mean Dalton was gonna take it. The hitch, the hitch, the the the. We were taking the hitch all day and the, the quick screens all day. And Maury just – I mean, Maury – there was two plays where Maury just, oh, yeah, like, this one. juked the, the <laughs> corner. Right. Like, oh, my – the corner, like, I think he, like, punched at the ball and Maury, like, juked him. <laughs> he just, like, <laughs> fell to the ground. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, we just gave it to him that game. That game was – Samuel Kemp, nine receptions, 158 yards, one touchdown. Samori Touré, nine receptions, 142 yards, <laughs> one touchdown. Yeah. It was, it was a good day. Put it to him. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good day. Oh my god, that's that was a fun day. Yeah, but that's because I think they like their brand. That was the year after their previous coach Joe Glenn, I think, had retired. So it's like the new staff's first game. My memory serves correct. They might have yeah. somebody. I think they just maybe. refused to play us in man, like because they just stayed back. And we maybe that was just a hitches. testament. They they just didn't think they they, they thought it, the result would be worse. Yeah, going the other direction. Maybe maybe because I mean, you guys you're tough to play man. I mean, yeah. like unless you've got good corners, like I mean. I I remember looking back at that film and I felt like we it's crazy to say but I felt like we left some meat on the bone to be honest like there were some plays where some big plays where I was like dang like we could have we just didn't get to you know it just didn't work out that way but man I felt like we could have done him even done him even worse so I just think that we've taken taken some giant steps since that day and they've obviously gotten better too I feel good about us all right it's gonna be another game that we should not have a doubt on you got 37 0 well, I'm not going to give 17 because I heard enough about that. You know, give him 17 points. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking like maybe like a 31 to 7. Kind of. Yeah. I was going to say 41 10. All right. All right. I bet if you average on <laughs> <laughs> it. should be a fun one. I mean, um, cooler day, right? Like 80s? Yeah, like upper yeah. 70s, low 80s. Hopefully some more clouds roll in. So, And that was one thing. I mean, we didn't even say that before, but, you know, that that game on Saturday – I knew a lot of people that didn't go because of concerns of the heat. Yeah. yeah. So and stadium definitely kind of showed it, like yeah. you know, oh, yeah. kind of in the east side. and the north, right? Where um, so the whole the whole west side too, like they're a big, big open gap. Yeah. 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 So it'd be nice to see a full stadium too. So I think hopefully people are excited in there and out out in force because it's going to be a more competitive game. I would I would assume. This is the game that should be the night game. That'd be a perfect. It'd be a perfect night. Yeah, game. we don't have a night game till like November, right? Yeah, yeah. Against Cal this Poly. is it. Like, this is a good team. This is possible playoff team. Like this is a good challenge. A night game. You're absolutely like getting like almost a sellout. I feel like East this is should the be one. the night game. I would take that too. Just give me another night game. Yeah. I just love night games. But this is like <laughs> September night games are so much fun though. It's, it's just warm. warm and right? this is the one that should be it. It's a lot more fun to go out and party when it's sixty degrees out instead of. 30. <laughs> it was noticeable, like, going downtown on Saturday, too. Like, people did not go out, really, after the they game. Like, I tell yeah, you what. It was – people started drinking early. It was hot, being in the sun all day. Like, 
That was my first time being able to go downtown after. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, yeah, for it sure. was not. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a good <laughs> showing. It was not a good showing. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was like, dang, this is what? Like, this, nah. This is, this is it? <laughs> this is it? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you guys have been lying to me this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my all right, so that's a big test then. We got we to show Samuel, like, a good a good time, like show them what downtown looks like after a big no. win. And I talked about the tailgates. I didn't even really get to hit the tailgates like I wanted to because we got a, got there late and like I went to the, I think it's like the Grizzly Sports because my girlfriend yep. works yep. for Hub International. Okay. Yep. So they're one of the sponsors. Yep. And so the, we got to get into that tailgate. Yep. So I didn't really get to go to all the fan tailgates and that's what I really wanted. So Good news. They'll be there Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and you got an extra half hour. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, and man. there are no NCAA violations. So, you know, eat those cookies <laughs> yeah. and hot dogs. Eat those oh cookies. My gosh. <laughs> right? And a hot dog? Oh, oh my God. Awesome. Anything else on the game this weekend? I, I'm looking forward to it. Right. I, a big measuring stick. See if we are really, which I think we all think we are, but just being able to prove yeah. it on the field. It's good to see it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Um, uh, listener questions. Yeah. Let's take them. Okay. I got Twitter up and open. Okay. So the first one's for Sammy. You don't need to name names, but did any of your Grizz teammates have weird pregame rituals or habits that were bizarre and made you the hell? Nothing that made me think, what the hell? But I don't know if you guys, like, notice, because I, I did kind of scroll through them, look through them, because I was added in the tweet, so. I, right. But um, Jerry would, like, he wouldn't put his gear on until, like, the absolute last minute. Okay. And, like, I don't know if you know anything about Jerry. Like, he didn't put any, like, any swag on it either. I mean, obviously, we can't do too much with Hal because he's kind of, you know, by right. the book. Yep. I mean, we he's gotten way lenient since he got there. I will say that. But, like, Jerry wouldn't spice it up at all. Like, no wristbands. Like, if he didn't need the gloves, he probably wouldn't wear gloves. Like, And he would wait till the absolute last minute to put on his pads and his stuff. So that's just something. But... Any like weird pregame? I don't know if anybody. Who had- what was Bobby's pregame? Did you even see it? Like how 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 long before a game would you like guys like? He would periodically walk through the locker room, but like I don't know if he had like a special special ritual or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just Coach Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I just imagine he's just laser focused. No, he is. He is laser focused. He is laser focused. Dialed. You can see it. Like he'll come up to you and be like, "You ready?" Like you can see. I'm like, "Are you ready?" (laughs) You know, like you dialed in. Yeah, yeah. He's he's dialed. He's for sure dialed. You can see it in his eyes. Awesome. Um, Bridge Lord asks, "How was the heat in person?" It actually wasn't bad. Like the smoke Mm -hmm. and a little bit of overcast kept it just fine. I thought. I thought it was hot pre like yeah uh, tailgating. Yep. It was hot, but then when the game started, like first quarter, it was like, "Oh, this is actually nice." The clouds, the clouds made it right in time. Honestly, I didn't even notice the, yeah, the, the, no, the heat. No, compared to what we prepared for, there was a little bit of a breeze. No complaints. Yeah, Perfect. it was nice. Kyle's wine ran out, so we had. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Brandon Boots with the fur wants to know if I'm ready for the Orioles to be leading the ALS, yeah. <laughs> ALS for the next seven years. <laughs> oh my lord. You know, good for those Oriole fans because I've given them a lot of shit for a lot of years to have a team that's fine in contention. Good for them. It's cruel. To it has been brutal to be a Yankees fan a month and a half because, like, we were riding high, like, conversation, like, within the realms of being the best record ever. And, oh, they might not win the AL East. <laughs> it's terrible. That's pretty mean of you to pick on Orioles fans, honestly. Orioles did lose tonight. It makes you feel better. It does. A lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take that we kind of already answered this question, but Mikey Moe says, 
Uh, limited the sample size, but fill in the blank. Lucas could be the best Grizz QB since blank. He says best is open to. I, I honestly think that we need to see a lot more before we put him in any categories because, like we talked about, like we had a great athlete who could throw the ball two QBs ago. Yeah. And we yeah. saw what that offense could do when yeah. he was firing. So yeah. you know, yeah. we just got to give it time and see what he turns into. Let's see what some adversity happens. Hey, go from there. But great, great opening, uh, you know, great opening for him. Yeah. So. You could go hot take central on him all day, though, right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, and, and uh, speaking of hot takes, Cold Take Nate pointed out that they felt the same way about their quarterback last year. Yeah, their we quarterback feel. didn't have the resume that Lucas Johnson had. No, absolutely so. not. Somebody called Cold Take Nate. We call him well, Cold call Take. Him He's, hot take. He's, cat He's a cat fan. He's cat fan. He calls himself Hot Take Nate. <laughs> we call him Cold Take Nate. <laughs> um, all right, Zachary Lord says he was talking about the TV quality. He said, What the hell happened? Um, apparently, there was no audio no sound on ESPN. First 50 minutes. That's brutal. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I'm glad interesting I was there. The local broadcaster didn't have that. Yeah, local broadcaster. Because I recorded it and watched yeah, the, the first lo- half today. Local was good. Buddy of mine who was at the game got home and um, pulled it up and said that, yeah, it was it was out. No sound for it, like a good stretch. There but. was one play they missed that was a big play with <laughs> The cameraman. I don't. I don't know if he doesn't know how to adjust to see what's going oh, no, on. Oh no, he, he, he got faked out. He followed the offensive out. line the entire <laughs> never time. Found the ball. Wow. Lucas Johnson. He was like one of his running big up runs. the sideline. It was like oh. when they had that diamond formation and he pulled it on a read. And you're like, I can't. Yeah, it was like, I, was like, I remember when this happened, but I want to see it on TV now. Yeah. So we've got SWX. will be doing this game. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. And then that's, and that's it. it. And then it's going to be onto the new MTN K-Pax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't wait to hear Marty Moore or yeah. Marty Morningweg yeah. is the color commentator? He's the color commentator. <laughs> oh, my God. There's two color commentators, Are you Marty yeah. and someone else. But yeah. So uh, is there no more Root Sports? Nope. Nope. No, no, it's the big sky. They, they pulled it. Root Sports. Yeah, they pulled that. Yeah, they yeah. contract ended with it. So, yeah. I think there was some debate. Root Sports has more content than the hockey team opening. Oh. But also. The Kraken? Yeah. Because. Yeah. Uh, but they Rude also is owned out get the by the Seattle Mariners. Something in place, and that. Um, well, up until this last year, Root didn't stream. Uh, Casey Oman uh, wants to know: It's only one game, but can you discuss some of the similarities and differences of the 2022 team compared to the 2021? I'm going to throw that to you first, <laughs> since you were on the tour. <laughs> Honestly, we say it's very similar. I mean, balanced offense, a stable of running backs, athletes all over the field, and the defense is the. I mean, that's what we stand on. Yeah, strong defense. You know. I mean, I, I say this with with a key piece sitting across from. We didn't lose that many guys. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like there are a couple pieces like yourself. Very few starters. Yeah, I mean, the twenty twenty two team has experienced running backs, where the twenty twenty one team had a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of guys that just never played a lot. Yeah, and that might be one of the bigger differences. And I think the twenty twenty one team had a more experienced offensive line. Yeah, for sure. Where the twenty two team sure. does not. Um, I think the the secondary on this team is better than mm-hmm. the Jordan version mm-hmm. with yeah. depth. Yeah. I mean, I think we were good last year, yeah. too. I just think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got four safety. What do you think about that? Like, one of the transfers is Idaho State. Mm-hmm. You think we're going to see more of that kind of in-conference transferring? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think there's going to be, like, a, like a star in Northern Colorado that's going to be like. I want to win. <laughs> I want to win. I'm going to Eastern. I want to win, but I don't want to. Oh, yeah. I want to win, but I don't want to play special teams in mean, Wyoming. <laughs> for sure. I, I bet we see that more. All right. Well, in that case, if you play at any school in the Big Sky and you are a good offensive lineman, <laughs> look at the website and find Bobby Havoc's number. Or Justin Green's. <laughs> we have a recruitment coordinator. I can, I can like, text it to you. I feel like. <laughs> 
Unless, I feel like it's hard to get good linemen anywhere, anywhere. in the FCS, yeah. yep. though. You know, like unless you're North Dakota State, and I feel like Montana does a Montana State does a decent job of getting some good linemen. But like, I feel like at the FCS level, it's just hard. I think it's hard, and I think that's one of the positions they realize how hard it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a Cat fan before there, and he was just all worked up that they lost so much talent on the line and he's like i can't believe vegan didn't have five new offensive line transfers in here and i'm just thinking you don't know dude, how hard that is like <laughs> every was he school gonna in the nation five was looking for yeah. Yeah. Every school i mean think about beef yeah, yeah. yeah. beef yeah. came in at like 230 right and he had to work his butt off his whole career to get to beat to be even stay up to like 270 280 290 right. wherever he right. was at yep, like, yep. it's guys like that you get guys like that at the fcs level and you right. gotta Hope that they are able to put in the work and put in the weight, you yeah. know, to be what yeah. they can be. And then hope they don't transfer. Yeah. <laughs> there you got the next guy. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, Depth. previous years too with Hauk, like um, early 2000s, and then as it spilled over into flu as well too, like we continually had offensive linemen that were getting NFL camp invites. Yeah. I don't know if we had any that really stuck. But again, like NDSU and like a lot of these kids, right, like a lot of the goal is to keep playing football after yeah. college. And so it's like if you continue to build that where it's like you're placing guys, which we were doing 15 years ago, or at least getting into opportunities. Yeah. Um, so keep going. You know, Dylan's on a practice squad. So yeah. it's like you got these little things working in. Maybe yeah. you can kind of keep, you know, an NDSU, right? Like NDSU has O-Lyman getting drafted every year. Yeah. So it's like you just kind of keep going with it, and maybe it will start to open up more opportunities. But it doesn't happen overnight. And like you said, especially at our level, like – what 18-year-old, 280-pound tackle is going to come to Montana right away? Like, it's going to be probably a 230-pound kid project. that's going to have to gain project. Like, if it's, yeah. he's that size, he's coming to Montana, no, there's something else to work probably on. bad at yeah. everything else, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah. like you say it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. don't happen. It just don't um, Taylor Kallenberg wants to know, what does Sammy miss most about being the Grizz, and also what is one lesson that he learned in his time that he takes with him everywhere? Mm. Um, he also thinks it's cool that you seem to really care about Robert's success. We would love to hear more about that relationship, so this kind of loaded one. He also posted a great picture of you with his kids after a game, uh. so I think you got fans in this guy's family. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the first part of that question? It was, uh, <laughs> what, what do questions. you miss most, and what is one lesson <laughs> you've learned that you take with you? Oh, gosh. I say the the environment in Wagner is. I mean, my last year, thank God, I, I got some of the best games. We talked about it. Eastern Washington playoffs, Cat Grizz, and then even Eastern Washington, the away game. That that environment was crazy, and it was <laughs> awesome. I hate the red turf. <laughs> Everybody but does. It, was all, it was an awesome environment to play in. And then um, what do I miss most? Or that's what what I miss most. What, what was the other? Uh, lesson you've lesson. you learned in your time that you take with you. Um. That nothing is you know yeah. nothing you got to work and really, I probably learned that more from being out of football and being out of you know kind of in that in between spot after you know during this time this past summer is just like you got to work for everything you know nothing's easy yeah. nothing's easy you're taken care of pretty well as a college very well not even pretty well you're taken care of very well um, being outside of that it's it's rough stuff gets real <laughs> so tell us about your relationship with Rob man um, I don't know. I mean, we just, we just, we, he just always been there, you know, like I came in in 2016, he came in in 2017 and I'll never forget. Um, you guys remember Nathan Dick? Yep. Yeah. He, um, I always remember, I think Mitch was 85, 87 or I think he was like 85 during his first camp. And I remember it was, it was like the young guys period during fall camp and 
Dick just drops back and throws it up, and like you just see Mitch go up in between two guys and catch a touchdown. I was like, wow, like who is that? <laughs> like I don't know. He's just always been there. He's just always been around, and we've just he's just always been my dog. Like man, like I told you guys earlier, I'm just so happy for him. Like he just deserves everything that he's got coming. He's put in the work. He's been consistent, and it just I'm just so happy. I'm I'm friends with his high school basketball coach and his wife, Mitchell. So uh, they're That's pretty weird. proud of him too. I know it's the only person I've ever heard call him Mitchell. So sometimes on this pod I'll call him Mitchell because she always does. Um, but uh, I think it's kind of funny. He's a Missoula kid. And he's yeah. out there playing hard, and um, you know, for there's a lot more Missoula kids on the Grizz team than there used to be. Yeah. Uh, Missoula football and, and high school's gotten a lot better than yeah. it was, especially Sentinel, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's still not all that common to see. Missoula starters. We were kind of going through it. I think Jordan Tripp and Wags, Wagaman were the yep. last kind of. And then I you mean, can go back and you can find a few more. In the ben Roberts. Industry. Ben Roberts. Yeah. He, I mean, I guess he, he was technically a starter because, you know, Stid had that right. by the end. And Mitch has just got a good heart. Like, we were locker buddies last year, our last two years, and it's just like, he's just a good dude. Just a good dude. Yeah, I'm nice. Talking. Locker buddies? Like yeah. your neighbors? Neighbors. Yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I we, figured, know, we didn't share lockers. It's like you had to share lockers. That brand new, amazing. <laughs> they had to share. Man, man, that's man, that's another story. The old locker room. Oh my god, oh, dude. Oh yeah, that's rough. That's I got to see both sides rough. of it. Yeah. I got to see oh, both sides right. of it. I tell you, a lot of former players super jealous of you guys, just because everyone <laughs> on the recruitment trip was promised that a new locker room was coming. Did, and for a lot of them, it never came. So, yeah. yeah. When I you came, when you were official here, just because the new locker is there or the old one is there, and there's always a story that they used to not show. I never saw it. They never showed <laughs> it. So, it's true. I, have you guys seen my high school facilities, though? No. We got an indoor, Was it Broken Arrow? Broken Arrow. We got yeah. an indoor. We got the biggest stadium in the in the state. Like, we got locker room was. Once I saw the locker room for the first time I, when I got here, yeah. I was like, dang, Whoa. our locker room is our locker room downgraded. way back. I downgraded. <laughs> really? Seriously, though. But I didn't even see it. And they were like, I remember talking to some of the other guys. Like, I was like, you guys saw the locker room on your visit? They were like, yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, even like, the, even like the old do. weight room was yeah. not good when you got here, right? I didn't see that either. Exactly. But it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. wasn't. Good. It wasn't. Yeah. But funny enough, um, over COVID, I was actually training in there with because the, the freshmen will work out in there and uh, – I don't know. It's something nostalgic about training in there. You can really get it in in there. It's I feel like you really have to grind in there. Yeah, it's like tiny. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not nice and wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks nice, man. This weight room looks amazing. <laughs> oh, you're looking at Broken Arrow? Yeah, absolutely. Here, I'll turn this around. Right? I got the right thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us. That's us. Yeah, that's our indoor. <laughs> and then we got 40, field, 40 yards of turf right there. And an indoor field. That's our stadium, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was spoiled. Yeah, I, I guess spoiled. so. I was spoiled, Not but that's bad. the that's the South. I mean, obviously, I'm from Oklahoma, but like Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, all big those, deal. it's big deal. It's a big deal. Do you think like so? People just talk about like football down there is different, and I think a lot of us. In Montana, especially a bunch of us that have maybe not really experienced it anywhere else, like are just like, yeah, whatever. Like we got this. But I mean, you look at this. Like Broken nope. Arrow has an indoor practice facility. Montana doesn't. I always <laughs> tell people. I always tell people. I don't know. I, respectfully sure i would sm- we would smash any higher yeah oh like, yeah it's i believe, believe it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. i don't contend that no i don't i don't think we're not arguing that oh because there's a lot of there's like a lot of montana guys who just come and play at montana and then they get good in college but like there's not a lot of montana players who go d1 and like it just yeah, in terms sad, of like, like you guys got good players yeah just like in terms of like how the city like 
the stadiums, the facilities, how the high school treats, like, approaches football and how oh. the town, like, and all that. Like, just yeah. the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, w- what's your stadium hold there? It looks like. It looks great. I don't know. Maybe, like, 10. 10 or so? I, I mean, so more than half the big sky puts in one game, right? Yeah. You know, so more yeah. than Northern Colorado, more than Idaho State. Yeah, and they feel, I mean, the stadiums are filled up. Like, if you go to, like, because obviously TU's. Yeah, one of the uh, stadiums there, and like they do a lot of the rivalry games there, and it gets packed out. And I don't know what t- TU's uh, capacity is. I think it's like maybe fifteen twenty. Okay. And it gets packed out for like some of the rivalry games, like Jinx Union, Owasso, Bixby, obviously high schools. But <laughs> it's yeah. We didn't even go to our high school's football games. What? <laughs> so bad. We went to hell games. Our team. <laughs> I was gonna say I we went to. Like, I, yeah, I, I went to all were. my high school <laughs> if we, football. Dude, if we were, football like, teams were terrible. <laughs> if we were, like, didn't have football to, for three years, three, right? <laughs> like it was a good. That was a good team. So if y'all we, we were, lost that like yeah. that, what? We lose on. I remember homecoming our senior year. I think we lost like seventy. To, yeah. So I went that to. Was pretty normal. I went to Hellgate in the mid late nineties. You guys were okay though. No, not really. <laughs> you no, guys are coming no, off okay. Big then. Sky, well, coming off, but Big Sky was like Big Sky would win three or four games. Then they just and Sentinel and Hellgate were just like yeah, trash. And then Hellgate, like crazy. Hellgate, missed one or two years because they didn't have enough kids, right? And then they're yeah. back now, but they and they hadn't like won a game in two years or something like that. They, yeah, they've like they're gotten a little, but yeah, but it'd be like you would go to homecoming or you go to one of the games against you know. Big Sky or Sentinel or whoever, yeah, and you just get rolled. That yeah. was about it. I remember playing freshman freshman football, and I was yeah. like, to that age, I was like, F- football is what I want to play. Yeah. Like, that's it. And then I remember playing, and I was like, I don't want to get my head beat in. <laughs> nope, but I'm little as it is. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting fun. my head beat in football for this. Fun. But like for a stretch, like when I so like when I was going to Hellgate though, or a little bit before too, and like now they had a great basketball program. They're great yeah. girls. They basketball still got the best, the basketball program now. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. How is uh, Raleigh? I mean, this is a way off subject, but yeah, yeah, Raleigh, yeah. dude, we do this all the time. I wonder how he's doing, <laughs> Raleigh. I think he's doing pretty well at Utah now, right? Right. He, he transferred right? the coach from Didn't Utah he State to Utah. Yeah. Utah, yeah. Yep. Oh. I don't know if he played much last year though, so I'm not sure. I thought he played. I think he did. Yeah, I thought, uh, he, did. I thought yeah. he did. Okay. We'll see how this year. Um, getting back on track here. <laughs> uh, Kenley Brester wants to know: Was the Pod Fan Crew satisfied with the creativity of the offense? We saw quite the array of sets, formation, route off. He thought the fantastic. I I enjoy. I thought they did a good job of rotating things around. I thought we saw some things that we didn't necessarily see last year. And I thought they used Johnson and the talent they have in the running backs really well. And I guess Bergen's wide receiver flex him. But he kind of does everything. Yeah. yeah. It's funny coming away from the game. I and I think he even posted or something. I was like, this felt really vanilla. And then I like went back and I watched like the highlights and I watched a little bit more. I was like. I haven't seen that before. I haven't seen that before. Like that, they have never used that personnel before, and I, f- I still feel like there's a lot of stuff they haven't shown. Um, yeah, and maybe it's like, just kind of the way the game went. That might be the fantasy yeah. influence in there. Could be. The yeah, offense. that's when the screen when Mitch scored on the screen. <laughs> Britt texted us and was like, "Rob Fantasy's back." <laughs> what is he? One who kind of was. They ran the a lot of screens, and he was the. Fe- yeah, Fantasy came here with Bobby the first time around. Came from Wyoming. Uh, and uh, a lot of screens, a lot of short passes, and of course, typical spoiled Grizz fans. We were pissed. <laughs> Need to throw down the field more. Throw down field more, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I thought they showed some cool stuff without having to show that much. Like I bet they still got a lot in their bag. Like how many how many balls did we throw over the middle? Not a lot. How many routes did you even see go over the middle of the field? I, like I don't think they really showed a whole lot. Juniors touchdown. Like had to. Yeah, juniors. Yeah. Mitch was. Well, South Dakota. Yeah. Like I mean, we talked. We've talked. Cold- Cole Grossman, but it's still an outside throw. A ton, and, and like he got like one catch and like one look, but I wanted to target. So athletic, but it's, so it's like 
He's going to surprise someone. I hope it's South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. It's almost like they, you know. I forgot about Cole. Didn't yeah. put much on film for him or he something. He had one catch yeah. on the first drive, and that was, that was, it. That was it. Oh, my gosh. But as, as we saw in the quarterback club, like, he had some blocks. I mean, yeah. again, like, everybody, right, one guy carries the ball. Yeah. Um, and, but it was like we saw a couple plays where he had a couple. It's effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the touchdown, the screen for Mitch. And it was yeah. like because he came over and he sealed off what was it, safety. And that was like what? Open the whole lane right up. So it's just those like, oh, he didn't. Plays. Coach Halk loves those. Yeah. Well, that's Halk what he talked about those. before he talked about anything else with that. He so. Loves effort <laughs> plays. Oh, my gosh. Somebody give an effort that, like, like, just somebody off on the side that, like, everybody's watching the play over here, and you see a guy just blocking somebody into the dirt. Like, how <laughs> loves that. Like, he loves to see effort, effort, effort. I feel like you responded to that, too, because Mike and I were a little bit of practice watchers. We catch spring and fall camp, and it definitely seemed like as you kind of got more into it. There was there'd be a day or two where we'd see you send a corner into the bench or something like that. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I had my battles with the corners. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Everybody wants to have their best day against me. So it's like, man. Some days I'm just like, man. <laughs> Justin Ford's out there, like, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Luke Rounds, a good fan of the pod and um, member Grizz. of the. Oh, one championship team. Yeah, I um, actually wanted to ask you about the XFL draft and kind of what their pro day was like. So we already touched on that, but I want to. Um, uh, Sean Bay, who I know Mike thought KB did a pretty good job last year. After watching Britt look pretty comfortable, would you still rank Britt behind Brown? I don't know if I'd rank Britt behind like Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy doesn't know what to do with us right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I'm not, I'm actually not too concerned about it. I'm sure that when Brown's healthy, Brown will be the number two. Yeah. But yeah. I actually I think that if they were forced to play their backups, that that they'll go with whoever they think gives them a better chance to win. I mean, but this, I thought Britt looked good. This look this year could be yeah. Um, Johnson's one. Brown is your your very safe, very dependable, reliable two. And then like how they used Patterson last year. Yeah. I mean, maybe Britt but comes in and does some crazy stuff here. I, I, I will say that 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 Britt's a little bit more athletic than Brown. And yeah. Oh, yeah. if you go from the uh, from the standpoint of like if you've got a game plan that you, maybe Britt has a better chance of stepping in a game plan, I don't know. Yeah. But let's just hope Johnson stays healthy and we don't have to worry about it. Um Kyle Divert wants to know what is Sammy's favorite Bobby Houck story and then what was the transition like after Stitt left? If I have a favorite Hulk story, to be honest with you, like Hulk's a pretty like he's like the same yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like I don't know if there's one thing that stood out where I was like, dang, like I'm gonna remember that about Coach. I, like I'll just remember how he was as a coach. I don't know if they're in the. So we've talked to a lot of former players, especially guys from the first time around we've had on the pod. Some of the a lot of their observations. You become really good friends with Coach Hulk after you graduate. Oh, because he yeah. loves everybody afterwards. After. <laughs> oh my gosh! So but they I, were all like, "But he was an asshole." Yeah. <laughs> I went to I went to practice Wednesday, and Coach Hawk was always like, "I saw him." I went to the facility before their practice earlier to see Coach Pease and stuff, and I saw Coach Hawk walking with Jimmy. They're about to go to a meeting. He's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Like I was like, "Wow!" Like I've never been this friendly. <laughs> and then like uh, I talked to Coach Pease, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll probably be at practice later." And I come to practice, and Hawk's in the end zone. I'm coming through the north end zone, and uh. He's like, hey, it's so good to see you. Like, and he like gave me like a side hug. He's like, it's good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> and you're thinking like, hey, now that I'm not out here, yeah. like, oh, all right. <laughs> but how never? I will say like, I never really was like 
mother effed by a hawk or anything like that. Yeah. Like he never, I never really, I don't know. I was just lucky. I've yeah. seen it, trust <laughs> me. But I never really had that interaction with Hawk. Uh, but it was awesome to see. Like it was different to see when I came to the practice and stuff. He was like way nicer. <laughs> We've heard that a bunch. It's funny because I was like, that is like almost <laughs> unanimously what you hear. Unanimously, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I will say some of the some of the guys from the from the first time around will say that he seems to be a little bit more player friendly this time. And we have wondered if that's because you guys are of the same generation as as his son who's playing. And so it's like, it's maybe made it gets a little more like personalized a little bit more like, Oh, these are, and he says it every day though. Like he'll, he'll like give us like, like anytime he gives us a break or like say we're supposed to go at practice at like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like anytime he gives us any type of slack, he's like, I'm, I've been making the program softer since I came back. Like, he says that all the time. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, every Lord. time he gives us a break on something, it's it's so funny. That so. guy. We could, we could spend a whole episode talking about lots of interesting things. That's funny. Um, yeah, that was funny. All right. 406 Grizz basically asked the same brick question about it. Is he QB2? But he asked, are we worried about his size? I'm not really worried about his size. I mean, he's shorter than... I like that so many people are asking about Britt. They're clearly throw that linebacker <laughs> off him. The linebacker was like right on him, and Britt was like, "Get on!" Just one arm to the ground. Not worried about him. Oh man, <laughs> take care of himself in like the woods and like the depth of winter. So you're, you're moving a, on. You're a definite Britt. <laughs> go Grizz or go home. Says, do you feel playing four rotating running backs is a good thing, or do you think it can hurt the feel they get for the by getting more reps? First of all, I don't think we really question. rotated four. We really rotated three. Yeah. Childs didn't really get carries until the end. Um, honestly, I could see there are games throughout the season where they kind of start going with a hot hand a little bit. But I don't like everybody. Every other position on this team rotates. I don't. I don't know that I. What do you think? I mean, you're playing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about like running back rotations and how that affects. Like, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like. Like with the. I don't know. I feel like from an outside view, as a running back, it's good to be in, like, a rhythm, you know, getting mm-hmm. your carries, mm-hmm. you know, starting yeah. getting that feel for the game. So from that standpoint, I feel like it could play a role. But I don't know. I could say too much. I think once Marcus settles in, I think he's the guy. Like, I mean, Has he's proven be. it. I mean, he scored, like, 20-some touchdowns. Didn't he have the first one? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be really hard to go away he from He also looks stronger to me than well, he was too. There was that article, like, he'd added 15-ish pounds of muscle or something like that. I mean, it looks – yeah. Much bigger. No, and grinder. not like bad bigger. <laughs> He's a grinder. Yeah. But he does look bigger. I remember seeing him after it was like after we had a break and I looked at him and I was like, I didn't recognize him at spring. I didn't recognize him as spring ball this year. Uh, I was just like, Who's that guy? I was like, That guy's huge. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> um if you listen to the pod like you say you do, you're gonna understand this question. Silvertip Nation <clears throat> for Sammy. <laughs> Could would you be able to catch twelve sea urchins out of a machine specifically engineered to fire out urchins at a rate of exactly fifty miles per hour from twenty yards away? If catching them all got you twenty million, and the Grizz won the rivalry game for the next five year, five years straight, twenty million and the Grizz and won the Grizz five, won five straight rivalry. Games. I would try, but I mean sea urchin. I mean, come on, that's sea are sea urchins spiky? Yeah, they're they spiky. That's what I'm saying. Insane. That's and he How said twelve of them. Twelve of them. That's yeah. a tough ass. You're gonna be bleeding by the end. Yeah. They serve them at a bar. But it is down. from twenty yards. It is from twenty yards. So I don't know. Twenty million in a rival guaranteed rivalry win. How far do you have to catch? Twelve. Twelve. How fast are they coming? Fifty what? miles per hour. That's fast. That's fast. No, That's fast. Oh, man. <laughs> 
I, don't I mean, know I think it's that. fair to say you'd try. But I mean, I would try. Could it be something like if you just put your hand out and it just like stick to your hand? I mean, that hurt like, like hell. But just... Do you get gloves? He said bare hands. They didn't. They didn't specify. There we go. So we get some real thick you gloves. Get, like, like those catcher's like mitt? lobster yeah. shucker gloves? Yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. gloves they have like in, in Seattle. Like, yeah. Yeah, Perfect. we're doing. Oh, yeah. All right, done. Oh, yeah. Oh, see? <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick Larkin doesn't have a question. He just wants this quote read into that loud and then hooked to his veins. Um, Montana, they're a very power run team, very disciplined O-line, good running backs. I, NSU linebacker Race Moser, who had a game-high 10 hack tackles, said, the top offenses we're used to going against in the Southland Conference are very spread, tempo, just like ours. That's what we're very accustomed to. It's teams speeding it up and getting out of the edges. Montana, they just ran it right down us. It was a big adjustment. All there right. You go. Take that. Good quote. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it says, read it aloud. <laughs> um, and for the last last Twitter question, for the pod, what's hotter, the Tampa and Wagris during this last game oh. or Lucas Johnson's next album drop, whatever that may be, <laughs> around Missoula if he keeps playing like this all year long? It wasn't that hot at the stadium. <laughs> I was going to say, it turned out to be not bad. I will Might tell be you, the album. If he plays yeah, this way all year long, people are going to be pumped for the album because it's going to become like a cult novelty. They're going to be like, hey, I found him on Spotify. Remember that season in 2022 and then he dropped the album after? <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to go. Coach Howe doing a cameo. Ah! Oh, <laughs> oh, no Dropping a couple bars. Oh, Coach Howe was on there. <laughs> we listened to Kyle Davis's mixtape a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. I think Malik was on that. The yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. On uh, SoundCloud, right? Yeah, because yeah. we, we were trying to get him to make an intro. For the pot, uh, and we we checked out the mixtape, and it was like, all right. And then because Luke was talking to him, but it just it never. Came man, out. yeah, he's in med school now. Med school? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I think he because he's from California, but yeah, he's in med school. All right. Really goes against the stereotypes, doesn't it? Right. Weird. Yeah. It, Aaron, Aaron Held is uh doing his PhD at UM right now. That's right. That guy's yeah. a genius, dude. Long snapper. He's a genius, yeah, long snapper. I wrote a story about him, and I made it. I made him just read me some of his textbooks. Yeah. For that story, just because like he studied like microbiology, engineering, yeah. or something like that. And my girlfriend worked in the lab with him for like a, a year and a half. Yeah. Our third regular host, Luke, knew him. Yep, that's right. Because he works on camp. All right. Uh, you got questions up? I got uh, not too much here from website. Um, a lot of questions we've kind of talked about, just, you know, the, the XFL questions, how, how the shoulders doing, all that stuff like that. Uh, MT Grizzrule was asking if you ever got – how heated did things get between you and Justin Ford in practices, considering how competitive you both are? Man, I'd probably honestly say because Justin's kind of like I don't know if you guys know him. He's kind of just like he's like a chill guy. Yeah, like he's not gonna he's gonna talk. But like his talk isn't like his talk isn't the type of talk to like get you turned up or get you riled up. Like he's just he's like oh Justin just talking. Like that's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I probably got turned up with more of the other corners. Like me and Omar had our battles. <laughs> me and I'm trying to think. Me and Omar had some battles. I remember, I remember a specific play, cause he he had my number a lot last year during camp and everything. And I remember there was a play that I got him in fall camp, and I was just, I was just like, let's, like, it just felt so good. Like, but me and Justin, we never really had any like heated battles like that, to be honest. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, statement here, just no questions, but just uh, uh, this fan definitely enjoyed watching you. Definitely missed seeing you. And uh, your large smile on the field, and wishing you all the best. Thank you. Uh, let's it's see. Got the large, large smile right here on the. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, multiple questions, comments, observations about the broadcast. I think we've kind of covered that. 
uh, Mike, a question for you that I tried to answer for people that I invited to my tailgate. So come next time and I'll give you some questions on, on that. Okay. Uh, beware the D ask a question for you, Sammy, a question for us, the pod. Um, what is the top play you made during your Grizz career? Uh, also just wanted to comment on how much enjoy watching over the past few years and wish you the best moving forward. So top play maybe, or top memory or yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say my top memory, and All it's right. so funny. We can laugh about it, and I know you guys probably. You, I don't know if you guys you guys remember when I bring it up. Portland State. It was the start of the fourth quarter. I caught the seam and took off of the end zone. Yeah, I'm celebrating, and it looks like I blew out my. Yeah, you were just, jumping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but that play like entered my mind. Before that is like, even read this question. That is like the best why. memory because we, my, me and my girlfriend were just laughing about it yesterday because it's like that is like the the like. That's like people do that. Like people celebrate. And like dude, for LSU just did it last year. Yeah, uh, what was it for? Uh, LSU. Well, LSU. Yeah. yeah, he like jumped up and yeah. came down and just like yeah. it happened. Yeah. And yeah. that's actually what made us start talking about that play. Exactly. I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh dang, I think this guy just blew out his knee. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's probably my favorite memory. What, like, what happened there? Do you remember? Like, do you remember like feeling like? Oh, I just hyperextended it. Yeah. So yeah. it was fine. But like, <laughs> I remember thinking like, there's. Because you were having a huge game, too, weren't you? No, like, I wasn't, honestly. Or was Maury it Torre, had a big Torre game. Torre had three game. touchdowns, right. and he's from Portland, so that's that was right. just a, it was And awesome. that was the one – that was Cam's first start, yeah. right? Because that one yeah. got hurt yeah. the week before. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. so that was – man, yeah. And I remember I took off, and I, I remember I was like, thank God. Like, <laughs> a long touchdown, like, I, I – man, I was just so excited. And Coach was like – I remember Coach Pease came to me, he's like, no more celebrations. Like, <laughs> I didn't even calm down. Like, that was that was probably the best memory. Are, are you are you thinking anything like when you have these like breakaway like you catch breakaway you're like wide open the field like there was one early last year right first game second game in the stadium uh, Cal Poly Poly right like yeah. you get and then you get a quick hit but then you're gone and it happened Eastern right that happened in Eastern too like the one of the late touchdowns the second yeah. the second one yeah 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 like what's going through your mind on those. Nothing. You're just get looking at guys. Just go, go, go. Yeah. Get to the end zone. Yeah. And then, like, once you get to the end zone, then you worry about what you do. <laughs> yeah. Before you get there, it's like, just get in the end zone. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so, Beware the D's question. Also, he has for the pod. Long explanation here. Um, and he wants to specify that he uh, absolutely loves that Bobby's back and points out that it seems like every year there's a game with a Hout coach team where we are the heavy favorites but then we kind of play down to the competition. Um, it turns into be a scary game. He's wondering if we had to choose, would it be Idaho or possibly Cal Poly or another one? He goes on to say the defense makes him feel confident, or I should say, I'm assuming him, uh, makes him feel confident that, uh, game, that that's not likely to happen, but if we had any that we thought could. Honestly, I think, I think the Cal Poly one, for a handful of reasons, that comes off at SAC, at Weber. You come home and it's a night game that Bobby hates. And the next week's cats. Like, Give me line on people right? players' minds and stuff, yeah. And it's like, we have talked about this repeatedly. Like, obviously, if you were to predict a game that they could drop, like that night game at SAC, come home, afternoon game at Weber, um, like those two are going to be like the really, really tough stretch. And I think yeah. Eastern is right before it. And who knows how Eastern's going to be, but like it's an, it's an amplified game. So you're coming off kind of three games in a row. With like a lot, <laughs> a lot right. into it, yeah. and you come home for a night game against Cal Poly, and then you got the Cats like the next week. It makes sense that that could be one where you know you beat Cal Poly, but you like beat them by a touchdown or You're something, like, and people are like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" Right? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, for the, the exact reasons you yeah. said. Like, yeah. It's not much more to add to that one. But I, I just don't see Idaho. Idaho's coming off a of bye week. Like, Has he ever said to you guys that he hates night games? He's told, he's told he's us that a bunch. Something he doesn't remember. like the schedule. He doesn't like you guys. Because you sit around all day. All day and yeah, you watch I, you, oh, we you, all you, hate you, that. You get up. You eat breakfast, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your, your pregame, your prep, your chapel. And then you get in the locker room, get ready, get out, you go, right? Yeah. And it's like a night game. Like You get up, eat breakfast, then you go home. <laughs> you talk about <laughs> his laser focus. And you can yeah. see how somebody like that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Most For a night game on the road, like, what do you guys – you just sit in the hotel room? Yeah. And you're just like, what Oh, my gosh. Like, uh, was like you watching college night game football last year? until – Yeah, yeah. Man, We had yeah. another road night game. Well, Eastern, the first Eastern, one. Eastern, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're the worst because it's like – especially on the West Coast – yeah. It's like you don't play till like <laughs> right. 10, 9, 10 your time. And it's like right. you're literally yawning before the game. Like, uh. I remember Oregon, I was exhausted by the time the game came. <laughs> Not oh, exhausted. No. Obviously, I'm ready to play, but right, I remember right. yawning like a couple yeah. times in the locker room. Like, gosh, it's bedtime. <laughs> like, what are we doing? But yeah, I can, I can get that for sure. So for like road night games, like. Can you like go out and take a walk or are you is it is it yeah, like well we go on like, a walk probably, with our coaches. Oh okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So like they're like it's obviously like, like you can't call an Uber and like uh No, no, no. I know nah. that for I'm gonna go get some lunch real quick. <laughs> yeah. <on the> back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially it's all, not it's all very structured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No watering off and getting in trouble. I think the NAU NAU last year was like after late afternoon. Yeah? We I can't remember. Yeah. We watched it in San yeah. Diego. Oh yeah, we played them in Arizona. Yeah, it was, it was like mid a mid-afternoon. Afternoon. Mid we afternoon. really watched them in San Diego. We watched from bar to bar. <sighs> ESPN Plus. Yeah. Everybody promised they had ESPN. Um, then we just went and drank and watched <laughs> it on the phone. <laughs> right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I had my phone on the table. Uh, someone is asking if – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to this question, but if you know or are connected with Lance McCutcheon, and if so, if you're excited to see him on, a, on the Rams. I am excited to see him. And um, I actually did DM. I don't know him like that. Uh, Simp knows him really well because, you know, Simp's from Bozeman mm-hmm. and Lance mm-hmm. from Bozeman. Simp knows him really well. But um, I DM'd him after the season was like, hey, man, it's probably much easier to do this because we beat him. But <laughs> <laughs> I DM'd him after the season was like, hey, man, like, I uh, I respect the hell out of you. Like, you're yeah. a great player. Like, especially, like, I don't know, if you look at his career, like, he was under the radar till last year. And then mm-hmm. now look at him in the preseason, made yeah. the 53-man roster. Like, it's – I'm. Once we hang the cleats up, like I feel like I can be much happier about sure. those guys' success yep. than when I was, for surely when I was when I was playing against them. But that's how we feel about. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I still don't. Um, <laughs> as a Niners but, fan, I so but, but him making that 53 minute roster for the Rams, like, does that fuel you to be like, man, this is why I'm going to keep working because I just need to get that shot. So I'm going to try and make the most of mine and just see where I. It it motivates me, but it doesn't fuel me because what fuels me is like. I know I can do it. So mm-hmm. I want to get there to prove it to myself that I can play at that level. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, yeah, like, I'm like, dang, like, I think I measure up with Lance pretty well as a football player. Not to disrespect him or anything, but mm-hmm. I think I measure up right. with him as a player pretty well. So to see him do that, it just motivates me. It doesn't, like, I would, yeah, it just motivates me for sure. Yeah, it motivates yeah. me for gotcha. sure. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of crazy to think, though, too. I, I didn't really put this together, but you've only been playing this, like, receiver position the way you play it for, like, what, like, Five, yeah, six years, yeah. Like you weren't doing that in high school, yeah. And you no. weren't expected to come here and do it, no. So it's like that's a good point. Like you only been doing it like for a pretty yeah. short period of time, yeah. And it's kind of wild. I never forget just looking up in 2018 when I kind of started to have like some games with some touchdowns, and I was yeah. still kind of a backup. Me and Keenan, like it was, and that was so weird because like Keenan's my guy, but yeah. you know, I was like, man, like 
that was just a weird time. But I never forget just looking up and being like, dang, like I looked. I remember one day, I can't remember where we were. It was Western Illinois, and I had I scored like a touchdown, and that was like my third touchdown. I, I had two touchdowns that game, but I think like the first touchdown made it like three for that year. And I remember Keenan was like, "How many touchdowns do you have now?" And I was like, <laughs> "I have three. And he hadn't had his t- his first touchdown of that year. And I was like, he was like, "What? You have three? And I was like. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 wow, like wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's a good point that you made, though. Yeah, wow. All right, uh, last question we got here. Uh, if you have any sort of um, what they call behind the curtain stories from uh, the rivalry game last year, or anything leading up to it, any anything that fans wouldn't have known. Man, not really. I mean. Obviously, we got our bulletin board material, but it's basically stuff that, like, they said in interviews that everybody can sure. see. Yeah. Like, and, like, I, I kind of feel like – I feel like Montana State doesn't really give us a lot of bulletin board material. I don't know. Like, I feel like there wasn't you, much I mean, it year. feels like both sides kind of know. Like, if you say something dumb, like, yeah. the other team's going to know. Yeah. You don't want to be yeah. that guy, right? Like, you don't want to be post – this happened to us years ago. Yeah. Running back named Jordan Canada. So, Eastern Washington, playoff game. I think so. They beat us in the regular season. We had to go there. I, I could be screwing this up a bit, but he had this long quote where he's like, we're Montana. We're better than them. Yeah, they beat us already, but, like, it doesn't matter. We're the better program. And then they, like, <laughs> yeah, they put it to us. Well, that was they had Vernon Adams and Cooper Cup, oh, right, wow. and Kendrick Bourne and all these guys. Like, wow. it was just – it wasn't <laughs> – it wasn't fair. That was, no. the game, that was the last game before the Stud era. Yeah, it was. And so, and then it was like post game. They were like, "There's a picture of their pregame meeting, and here's like a screen of him with his quote." quote. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. So it seems like a lot of guys, right? I mean, it's just but that's like, always been don't say stupid program. stuff. Like they they need that. They need that. Material. They but it was funny, like, they gave us a ton of it last year. <laughs> oh man, for the playoffs, they gave it all. <laughs> they didn't care, man. Yeah. They didn't care. And he doubled down. And he went out and had a hell of a game. I oh, mean, my gosh. Him. Like, he's they a, lost. But. Yeah. yeah, credit him, though. Like, he got on Twitter that night, and he was, like, tweeting fans and being like, hey, and, and players, Lima Jones. I mean, I don't even know what he's doing now. Did he? So he went to the Panthers, but he, he got okay. cut. He got okay. waived. So I don't know what he's doing. Oh, okay. He's just one of those guys, like, super dominant at this level. Just maybe a little, what, maybe too slow or something? Or I don't know. I don't know. Cal Poly had a kid like him. Ramsey's Barton. Yeah, that guy was right a beast. Just I mean, he was. I mean, he was like he, Cal Poly then ran triple option, so he was like their Megatron. Yeah. Like he was just like any quarterback could complete 150 yards to him because he was six <laughs> six, you know, oh and he was gosh. like 230 pounds. And so, and he wasn't like the fastest guy, but like how many FCS corners can just defend jump balls against a guy like that? Yeah. So, yeah. In terms of the Cat Grizz game, I do remember us watching a play back where. Um, Troy just and it was kind of like yeah. Was it by Jace? Yes. Yes. And oh my gosh, Jace got in his face and everything, and I was like, this girl. that might have come up in QB Club too. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> oh yeah, that one was yeah, that one. <laughs> that was a fun one. That yep. was a good week after that game. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and we got the buy. We got yeah. they did the voting oh, on Saturday on that Sunday, and we got the buy. We were just. I was kind of on high, like, man. You got time to, probably, like, celebrate? You didn't have to, like, look man, forward to something Yeah, because I had never played in the playoffs either. Yeah, So, right. oh, yeah. never beat the Cats, never played in the playoffs. We get to play East. Hopefully, we get to play Eastern again. We see that they're hopefully our next opponent. I mean, we respected you and I, but we knew that Eastern should take care of business, and we get to – because we – I mean, man, we should have beat them. Yeah. 
So to get them again, I remember, I remember I was crying in the locker room after the get the first game, and Cook was like, "Why are you crying?" I was like, "We don't get those back. Like we don't get to see them again." So to get to see them again, like <laughs> yeah. man, it was exciting. <laughs> and send them out with a loss. Yes, That's great. All their careers. Yeah, <laughs> over. Love you, Barry. A. You're done. Yeah. Lolo, you're done. Boston, you're done. done. The way you guys <laughs> All did it too, like kind of falling behind and then just steamrolling them. Yeah. Yeah. Did it so in the stands that game, the two targeting penalties that then got overturned felt like that, that felt like the turning moment in the yeah. stands. And I don't, could like was that the same sense on the sideline too? I mean, I know like with prep, you guys come into it where us as fans we see one little play and it's like, oh my god, it's all over, and you yeah. guys are like, this is fine. Yeah, but did, did was there like a wave of change on the sideline there too? Or it just. You could see the energy, like Gavin started pumping the crowd up, yeah. Robbie and them started pumping the crowd up, and like just to see them out there, just like, because yeah. we had all seen it was on the bulletin, right? Like they don't deserve this. They don't <laughs> yeah. deserve that. So to see that guy get, yeah, because it was Gavin that hit, yeah, yeah, Leave him. yeah, like <laughs> it was Gavin, and then it was Robbie, right? Yeah, two. I think Robbie hit the running he short back. Arm. Well, he short armed that one, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, went, he, he knew. Like, nope. He knew at that <laughs> yeah. point. He was like, "Yeah, we're yeah. not playing. That's we right, heard yeah. you all week. <laughs> yeah. We are ready, and we want you to come across." And we were down. Da- we were down twenty-one ten, twenty-one thirteen. I mean, we were down two scores. Yeah. yeah, and then like that hit changed. No looking it. back. That hit changed. Yeah, God, it that was so fun. Those two hits. Those two hits, and they both got ruled no targeting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Overturned. Those were. I will say those refs were lenient. <laughs> Where were they from? Do you they know? read the moment. I, they were from the OVC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The so that's like Austin P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's always the fun thing with the playoffs is. You don't know where the rest new refs, of the right? I, just, I mean, yeah. those guys had never been in an environment. Oh my god! They no. just—they they were like nervous. The caliber of those two teams, yeah. conference rivals. So it's like the energy's already up, and it's just like that. They were nervous. They You're were exactly scared right. to touch their flag for anything. <laughs> like there were some PIs where I was like, "Come on!" I mean, there's no you way. You call that? Oh no way! No, I'm saying, yeah, they didn't call anything. I was like, man. Oh man! All right, that's all the questions I got. Hey, awesome. Um. Sammy, you know, thanks for coming on. It's been great. Anything, for uh, me. anything on your mind or anything else you want to say? Um, it's it's been kind of fun since we've been telling people that you were going to come on. How many people have just been like, "Oh, he's awesome!" It's like you've obviously left left a mark on Grizz Nation that people yeah. are going to remember. And I think that that's that's what makes being a fan fun. It's like uh, having guys like you come through the program and you know fall in love with the place and come back and you know because I think that that's what makes Montana special. So uh, any any kind of last thoughts from you in general? Um, I'd really just tell, I mean, first off, thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being welcome. And thank you guys. I mean, this podcast is awesome. I mean, what you guys are doing is great. I mean, you guys got something good here and it's awesome. But, and then to the fans, like, I'm so grateful. I mean, I, when I tell you, I did not expect anything like this when I came to Montana to have the fan base, to have like the type of love that I get, like going to the game. Like I just had a smile on my face the whole time. Cause it's like, everybody just it treats me so great. Like it's just it's I'm just so grateful. Like I never expected anything like this. So I love Grizz Nation to to death. Like I love Grizz Nation to death. I never switch up on on the University of Montana. Like I'm a Grizzly for life. I like like, and that's kind of what we were talking about before. Like I love Grizz Nation to death. Like I never. I mean, man. Like I love Grizz Nation. You is, know. Is it what you expected? It's more. Yeah. Like obviously, I tell this story all the time. When I was a freshman, um, when I came on my visit. Um, October, it was against Weber State. We lost, but I knew I wanted to commit. 
I knew I wanted to commit. My mom wouldn't let me commit. I got my offer in like March of 2015, but she knew it was in Montana, so she was like, "No, let's wait till you get out there and see it." And I was in the state. I was in the student section, and I don't know who this guy was. I still don't know if I've ever come in contact with this guy again. But he maybe came up he to listens. Me. Maybe he came up to me and was like, "Yo, are you Sammy from Broken Arrow High School?" You. Uh, <laughs> This is when I'm a high schooler. What? A high schooler. Are you Sammy Kim from Broken Air High School? And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, we need you to come here. And like, <laughs> it was a sign from God. Okay. Obviously, I already knew I was going to come here. But like, I'll never forget. Like, it was just like, how does this guy know me? Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a high schooler, and, like, my stats were not – I was going to say, from my, a program that didn't throw the ball. Yeah, like, my stats weren't anything crazy. Like, I was a two-star, and I swear I was only a two-star because my brother was a four-star. Uh-huh. Like, the name got me – I swear the name got me two stars. But, like, that's just a story I tell people all the time because I'm so grateful for yeah. everything that has happened. I'm just so – I love Grizzly. We're happy that you're part of it, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys It's been so awesome. Much. Yeah. Thank you guys so And, much. you know, you make this pod fun to do. And it's it's one of the things that has been – fun as we've started it is uh, I don't know it is fun to have former players kind of reach out and want to be part of it because yeah. we're literally just Grizz fans some of us aren't even that smart at Grizz fans who just sit and drink and talk football yeah. so you know to to be able to kind of you know be able to share your story a little bit and share guys stories and um, you know this level people just love content they yeah. have to hear from, from yeah. people and so I think that uh I think that it's. I think people are going to appreciate the time you spent with us, and we really do. So well, what you guys are doing is awesome, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Kyle, I guess it's great that you were here too this week. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, thanks. For coming. <laughs> I feel honored. First week, that's a big week. The guy who gave me my first Grizz. Yeah, there Recovering journalist Kyle Sample. You know, <laughs> Fully filling, recovered. Fully recovered. Glad to be doing that. <laughs> out in the professional world now. Uh, Brent, anything else from you? Good over here. All right, Kyle. Anything from you? Nope, nothing for me. Nothing about USC. It's good. You can start another hour. <laughs> shut your, shut back. your mic off. They're back. All right. <laughs> nothing else else for me except next week's game's one thirty, not one o'clock. Should be a lot of fun. We know you. We'll see you soon. If not, we'll see you Saturday. Go Grizz. Fight on. Fight on.